0: when someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face they've tried so many different products but
1: nothing seemed to work for them i'm able to take that disappointment and that pain
0: and turn it into hope you're listening to mallory an art support specialist at the good store and they try the art supports it's a light up moment you see their face brighten up they go from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again for over 25 years, the Good Feet Store and our Art support specialist have been helping folks live the life they love
2: without foot, knee, hip or back pain getting in the way.
0: That's why this job is so important. You're helping people. Getting back into the activities that they've wanted to do for a long time.
2: Doing the things that they love to do with their Good Feet arch supports. We're able to help them and take them from the pain to the possibilities. And I love it.
0: The Good Feet Store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Double Talk. Um, one part of the double, Corey Coleman. Over here is the most important part of the double, Mr. Christian Torres. How you doing, sir? I think we're separate but equal, and I mean that in the good way, and not in that shitty Jim
0: Crow way. How are you, sir? <laughs> well, now that you said it, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> what? So they just they took that phrase for all of human history.
2: Get oh. Fucked. oh, oh, Jimmy Crow Torres over here.
0: <laughs> I, all right, look, uh, you have a real habit of giving me nicknames, and I fucking hope that
2: one doesn't stick. <laughs> I think that's a good kind of mafia gangster name, Jimmy the Crow. <laughs> Jimmy the Crow
0: is fine, I guess, if not for this horrific uh, you know, misstep in our, in our shared past, Corey. Why would you do this
2: to me? You've dubbed me a racist for the rest oh, of my life. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. All right, everybody. Let's go back to good old. You, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Christopher Horchata Torres. He's sweet and he's smooth. Much and, better. Much better. And if you know him well enough like I do, you also know he's kind of creamy. How you doing, man? I, uh, well, I'm
0: confused by that adjective, but I'm okay. I'm doing well. Can I tell you a very quick story yes. and it's a cute one and there's no jumping worms involved. I promise you. I hope not. All right, cool. Really quickly. So, uh, I've been pushing my wife, as you know, she's an Italian of a, of Italian descent. I've been pushing her to get her citizenship, right? Because yes. she has a very clear path to getting citizenship. And you know, maybe in a couple of years, maybe she wants to, she's going to be a doctor in September and maybe she wants to go work in Europe and having that passport makes a big deal. So. Uh, It was like, well, we should go to where your people are from. That way we can go and get the records we need for your immigration. And so where are you from? Now, a little pause in the story. My wife is from Sardinia. And the one thing I know about Sardinia, the little island off the coast of Italy, is that they hate Sicily. For no reason, other than I guess they're another island and they have like an East Coast, West Coast thing going on there. So anyway, in the course of having to find out exactly uh, where my wife's family is from, we did Ancestry.com. We worked for fucking six hours and shit like that. Mm -hmm. All to find out that my wife is in fact not from Sardinia at all, but from the heart of Sicily, which was heartbreaking for my wife. My wife has carried a blood feud for 35 years for no reason, okay? And and then she had to find out. It's like if Mia found out that she was Armenian. You know what I mean? Like, and I had nothing wrong with being Armenian. Just that Turkey and Armenia have some fucking beef with each other. And it was a shattering thing. But anyway, we're going to Sicily now, and my wife is still pretty heartbroken about it. Maybe she's got some uh, some mafia ties, man. I think so. Listen, <laughs> not even kidding, because I, I we're flying into Palermo, which is near the coast, but then it's an hour drive, and we have to pass Corleone. The, yeah. for where the godfather yeah we yeah. have to pass it in order to get there and so i now i'm having some some real second thoughts that like my wife is connected in a way that makes me a little unsettled well your
2: story sounds a little more uh, i don't know man uh nice than mine i found out i had a cousin yesterday oh god okay I found out i had a cousin his cousin he um uh, was it yesterday or was it no, it was Wednesday. Sorry. I found out I had a cousin Wednesday. Right before I was going to do the show on our big Black Widow review, Martin and I get a call because we were doing the New York show. And uh, we did a big media blast and everything. And so I got a call from uh, a friend of mine who's uh, up there with his cousin in New York. and He's like, oh, man, you in New York? Man, let's hang on. I'm like, no, I'm not in New York. I'm not. I'm still here. And You didn't read the fine print. Whatever. But he did say, well, shit, man, why well, I got you on the phone? Hey, man, uh... Your sister married to Victor. My sister's husband's name is Victor. I'm not going to say his last name. But you like, you married, she married to Victor. I was like, yeah, yeah. Man, you know, you and I related. Man, we can't folk, man. I said, wow, okay. And I thought it was something like you said. He went and looked up Ancestry.com. And he said, nah, man. I said, how'd you know that? How'd you find that out? Well, man, shit, I just found out. We got a. Uh, my grandfather was related to somebody in your family. He was just slinging a lot of dick around town, man. Fuck, <laughs>
0: oh, okay. It, it
2: He's pulling no punches.
0: All right, keep going. Yeah, Sorry. that
2: was it. Is it. Was, I mean, that's it. He's a lad. He was slinging dick around town, man. So, uh, yeah, man, you know, he had a lot of kids and babies, and uh, we cousins. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, either we got a big hoe in our family, or he went to slinganddick.com and found out. It's very we possible,
0: related. but either way, Corey, it sounds like you have the first act of your like you know middle age crisis film <laughs> that you're gonna write. You know what I mean? Like you get a cousin you never knew, and it's an opposites fucking help each other kind of story, man. Let's make it happen. Let's make an odd couple story about this creepy cousin that you just found.
2: And then we go and find out the ancestry or the, or the whole history of uh, Mister Dixlinger out there. You know, just.
0: <laughs> Wait, is, that, is he like the big bad of the story? Like, we find him in act three, and like, he's in a swivel chair, and he turns around. And he's like, I heard you've been looking for me. Well, you know no, what he, I mean?
2: Like, And he's got his dick is hanging out at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that dude is dead, but I thought it'd be cool. We do some flashbacks of this guy just fucking all of Waco. And, uh, yeah. We find out one way or another. Like, you know, it makes me feel weird because now it's like, because I found out, and I'm going to go ahead with this show, but. Maybe that maybe this dude is responsible for this other girl, man. I remember there was a girl in high school, man, junior high actually, fine as hell. I never had a chance with it, but she knew. I never had a chance with her, but she would do this thing like she would dance in front of me and rub up on me and things because she knew I had a thing for her, and she knew I would never, I would never be able to have it. And we're in high school all together, all these years, right? Mm-hmm. So. I get out of my awkward phase. You know, I become a, I become a swan, black swan, if you will. I'm I'm actually about about seventeen, I'm looking pretty all right, physically fit. I'm actually having girls talk to me. And I said, you know, excuse me ladies, I've been after her for about four years now. And I go to her and I say, Hey, uh, so what's up? <laughs> you know, I said, Hey I'm, look, I'm looking good. And she pulled the same shit. She said, before I can even say, Hey, can we uh can we get down? And she's like, oh, hey, Corey, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, shit, she finally recognized. And then she came up. She's like, yeah, uh, we cousins. I can, You know, I heard this sound. That was my dick falling to the floor. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. And, you know, and, hey, I was still ready to go. Right. I was like
0: hey man You, you did the game You're like alright What level of cousins Of remove do we have to be For this to be acceptable
2: Are we second Third We can We can we can talk about first You know We, man, we right, can yeah. do some- like, don't, don't Let's
0: not bullshit ourselves <laughs> yeah. We had no fucking moral problems With the first cousin <laughs>
2: Yeah man I was ready to kind of like Just Find some kind of workaround. But that right. girl, and I still have to say, she, uh, fuck, man. I'm, I'm just, I would never today cross that line. I wouldn't, I know better. But let's just be goddamn honest, man. I still see her as that girl that was dancing and rubbing up on me when she was just teasing me when I was like 13 years old. I remember her being all through high school. I just kind of like, oh, one day I'll have the courage. And then when I finally got it, I can't have it. And my mind just ain't ready to leave that place. You know what I mean? She came to the house like about three, four years ago. And I was like, fuck, she's still fine as hell. And I'm related to her. I'm sorry, y'all. Like I said, never crossed that line. But fuck it, I'm going to be honest with you. It is what it is. So, hey, how y'all doing today? Welcome to the show. Oh, what a show it'll be for you today, boy.
0: Oh, We went we on a journey just now. I just want to say that you were just like, never crossed that line, but it is what it is. Meaning, given the opportunity, you'd probably cross that line, Corey.
2: Let's just pray that day will never come again. <laughs> <laughs> You know, let's just hope that everything doesn't align in a way where the opportunity is there because... After a, a sip of beer, yeah, I'm ready, man. <laughs> you know? right. Hopefully Destiny doesn't call.
0: You send that shit to voicemail, man.
2: Yeah, man. I'm just letting you know. Somebody said, Corey, you originally from Alabama, where we all have sex with our cousins? No, but I'll be glad to take her over there. <laughs> That's, if that is what it takes, how y'all doing today, people? Good to have you here today. And welcome to the Double Talk as I said, I'm double number one, Corey Coleman. This is double number two over here. Or if you want to flip those numbers around, I'm fine either way. But good to have you guys here today. And today is going to be a good show for you. Somebody said I did it with my brother's cousin. You're not related. People, let me go ahead and welcome over here. The Excuse me, very incestuous, very nasty. Did I actually pull them up? No, I did not. I'm being nasty today. I did not pull y'all up. I pulled y'all up. I got too many computers in front of me. I pulled y'all up on one computer and forgot to pull you up on another. But that's all right. I can fix this. I can fix this. Here we go. Let me slide them over and then come over here and bring up. This is what happens when you have two chats, man. You got to do <laughs> twice as much work. So I got one chat up. Let me go ahead and bring up another right here. And I believe my work here is done. I can now introduce, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the chat fam starring the OG chat and the side bitches. Somebody said, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. <laughs> oh, is the screen black? Can people hear me? I mean, people can hear me. Can people see me?
1: Can people yeah, see I saw, us? I
0: only saw one complaint about that. I don't think it's a unanimous thing. Okay,
2: good, good. Because I oh as furious Kirk said it's black. Wow, well, I can see everything. You know what? Let me go over here and see something. Somebody said it's black. It's good. All right. They can see and hear us. All right. Uh, So my cousin, this is from Shun. Shun, you know, if you guys want to know the ins and outs, the details of having sex with relatives, uh, which is war stay with me, folks. It's not as weird as it sounds. We're talking about cousins and you know, like, okay, let me just say this. The cousin is off limit because somehow we're blood related, unless it's just like my third or fifth cousin, then we might be able to discuss that. But like uh, Greg and Marsha Brady, they can fuck all day long, man. They can go at it. They're not related. They're cool. I don't know why people get freaked out about stepkids having sex with each other. If you are right. not re- in laws, like if you're not related by blood to somebody, go for it. So your brother's cousin is completely open, it's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Sure, I mean, whatever you have to tell yourself, Corey. Look, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, no, wait a minute. Is it brother by? Okay, let me see. Is it step? Is it step brother or is it? uh, Or is it like are you your brother by some kind of in law marriage or something? Because if it's not blood, then it's okay.
0: Yeah, sure. I guess like from a biodiversity standpoint, but not necessarily from a cultural
2: standpoint, right?
0: Who cares? Like, like you say, if you fuck your stepsister, you're like, oh, that's fine. <coughs> I, I think people would not be okay with that, Corey.
2: Why is that? People, okay, we're going to get on with this. Let me, I'll, wait, wait, wait a minute, hold on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like die I said, on this
0: hill. Clearly this means a lot to you.
2: Go this ahead. Is, this, 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 we're going we're gonna to continue this discussion here. I'm going to let y'all know what's on the show right now because we got we to talk about this. Uh, I would just, I last night I just said society is an illusion. So let me go ahead and get into this real quick. Folks, before we get into this oh-so-important topic right here, let us go ahead and talk about what's going to be on the show today. You know that this is the very, very conversational, most conversational show that we have here on Double Toasted. We have plenty of conversations, but this is one we sit back and we just have nothing but laid-back conversation. I don't prepare a whole lot of notes and everything. I just kind of let Christian run with it, and I just come in and reply. So today we're going to be having some discussions about Porky Pig starting his new hip hop career. He's got a mixtape out that he wants to throw out there before Space Jam 2 comes out. We're going to find out how the world reacts to that information. There's going to be a new alien series. Hey, we can't get these alien movies right, but as a series, maybe we got something right there. They did some things in there that might be off to a good start, and then there's some things, like, well, we can talk about that. And also, now the trailer has been out for a while The Many Saints. Oh, there's so many Saints of New York. That's the prequel to The Sopranos, which I've never really watched. I've seen a few episodes, never really watched. Yeah, man, I got a whole box set in there on uh, on, uh, on, on DVD and don't even have a DVD player in my house anymore. It's all digital. I just, I guess I have this moral um, just like uh, aversion to
0: what you're doing. You haven't watched The Wire, which we've talked about ad at, at nauseum, and you haven't watched The Sopranos. I always figured you'd watch one or the other, <clears throat> but you've watched neither of the two greatest shows ever made.
2: Uh they are let me see here. So uh I've seen more episodes of Sopranos than I have seen The Wire. So, you know, somewhat I'm 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 more educated to talk about that than anything. But okay, we're not even so talking about
0: spinoff to... podcast. You and I we're gonna watch every episode of The Sopranos before this movie comes out so you can review it with some goddamn context, Corey. Like, I might
1: have to watch do that. that
2: movie. I will do that. You know what? I might do that. If I have time, I'll try to get together, watch this, and we'll talk about the episodes as we go along. But we're not just talking about The Sopranos. We're not just talking about the many saints of Newark. We're also going to talk about how this relates to other releases of TV shows that have been gone on to make movies. You know, there's been a few of those lately, and we're going to talk about that in context and history to those, and along with whatever you bring to the show right now. But thank you for being here, everybody. I just got through eating some burping a little bit. Oh, excuse me. I had eggs, potatoes, and the old Coleman patented smoothie over here. So it was very good. And uh, When you say that, it reminds me, since Bill Cosby's <coughs>
0: back in the headlines, by the way, uh, it reminds me of it was the, the special sauce episode where Cosby's talking about how his sauce makes everyone horny and shit. <laughs> So when you say your patented Coleman smoothie, I mean, no offense, it's not your fault, but all I can think about is what the special
2: ingredient is in that smoothie. Well, that's your fault. Because I I just say, all I do is I just say, hey, Corey Coleman's patented smoothie. Bill Mm -hmm. Cosby in those trailers are like, my sauce. Would you like Dr. Huxtable's sauce? Well, he's creeping up on people and coming up behind them and shit. Right. Playing with the nipples and you want my secret sauce? What sauce? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, man. It
2: now not, that's taking a whole different context, even though my smoothie might take a different context after this discussion we're about to have. So, folks, did, people want to know, did I watch Entourage? I did watch Entourage. Uh, I, I, okay, I will tell you this. I watched Entourage up until a certain point when they weren't doing anything but just being a bunch of bros going around getting drunk and star-fucking and literally fucking everything. So, that I was done with. But uh, let's get back. Let's rewind this discussion right here. So, okay. So, uh, we were talking about... He was talking about how... All, this all started. Some of you just getting here. So we're about to get into the discussion. I'm going to tell you how this all started. So first of all, this all started when Christian was talking about how his wife went to Ancestry.com and found out that she did not have the ancestry that she thought she had. She's Sicilian instead of being Armenian or whatever. What, what? Sar- Sardinian. <laughs> Sardinian. Sardinian. There you go. Uh, that sounds like a parody, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we <What, laughs> you know, all these like Sardinians. That,
0: like, <laughs> Like the Adidas with four stripes and shit? Yeah,
2: just yeah, see a bunch of fish people. But uh, but then I talked about how I found out I had a cousin on Wednesday right before we did the show. And I thought this guy was going to talk to me about going to Ancestry.com. But he told me, nah, we have a relative, old guy who was just slinging dick all around. That's his, his term. He's like, man, we're grandpa was slinging dick all around town and that just made you related to me. Somehow we all got splashed on. So, so him and I are cousins. And then we start talking about how I found out, I, had, because maybe it was from the same dude who was out there just slanging it everywhere, that maybe he made this girl and I cousins. This girl, this is a girl I knew in junior high, she would always tease me because I was so nerdy and geek, and she knew I could never have her because she was so hot. <clears throat> but then, by the time I was 17, I actually had a chance. And the moment I I'm about to make my move, and we're not getting along at this point, she's about to make my move, and she's like, "Yeah, well, oh, before you say anything, because I'm about to say, hey, let's let's go out or something." She says, "Before you say anything, I just want to let you know, do you know, we're cousins." And I was like, "Fuck," world just shattered. <laughs> like like the, if this was a screen, it would just fall apart. And I had, and Christian, he he backed me up against the wall. He said, "But you know." If you had the opportunity today, if, you know, circumstances presented itself, you might still go for that. And I had to be honest and say, ah, maybe, you know, <laughs> but then we got on this whole discussion about and then I said, I can't do that because that's blood. But there are certain family situations, you know, relatives and whatnot that I think you can cross that line. And I said, if they're not blood. Then that's cool. Brady Bunch, Greg and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Marsha. They can get it on all day long. They're not. They're not related. Who gives a fuck? Uh, then he, Christian said to me, and I'll let you go ahead and repeat what you said about uh, step yeah. people.
0: It's not a problem from a biodiversity standpoint. Like, sure, <laughs> fuck all you want. It's a problem, I think, culturally and societally. People would frown upon
2: that. Cult, okay, so, listen. Society can do anything they want to do. Society is an illusion. People put all these these rules and people put all these expectations on you. I believe that let's just say you grew up with a stepbrother and one day y'all are adults and you're at the house and you, <clears throat> you decide to get a drink with each other. You get a little tipsy and it's like one person says, you know what? This is crazy, but you know, we're not really related and I always thought that you were actually kind of hot. And then another person says, wow, you know what? I thought so too. Uh, fuck, how old are we? 25? Hey, you want to go back to my place? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay. I mean, look, like, how old are the people when they're
0: getting into this relationship? Like, that's my question. I guess, like, if you're raised together, like, I have a stepsister that I was raised with since I was three years old. That seems very creepy to me to entertain the
2: thought process that you're saying is cool. Christopher Throbin. Your name is Christopher Throbin. You cannot be against this. <laughs> your name says you would <laughs> he says christopher Throbin says yeah step siblings fucking is kind of gross i would expect something different from you from the name Throbin. how dare you sir No, you know i don't know i i right, so the so someone says here and it's, it's sort of a good
0: point but uh, a little bit different the woody allen of it all right like taking away the dylan accusations not saying that's uh, happened or didn't but if you're just talking about the Yi thing What did he do that was wrong, right? That's not his daughter. That's not his biological person. Is it just the
2: age difference that's still the problem? It's the age difference and, and again, the situation where you had this this person. You know, I mean, you because now that's where it gets weird. It's like, listen, Mm, if you— That's where it gets weird. Yeah, that's where it gets weird because you you, raise—you're a guy who's like— Thirty years older than this than this child, and you ha- you raised this person as a child, and you looked at them at this time. And it gets weird because were you looking at them as a teenager? Were you you know sure. what, what was it's some it's some creepy stuff right there. I mean, I'm not Woody Allen and breaking laws, but I'm a little creeped out by it. So yes, it does. I, believe it or not, old Corey does have his limits. But so the
0: society of Coleman is not an illusion
2: when it comes to Woody Allen. Well, like I said, I, I'm not telling him he can't do it, and a lot of people don't want to hear that, but Woody Allen, he did it, and I'm saying, hey, do what you want to do. You, you two are adults. You got your thing. There's some weirdness to it, but, hey, you know, you're not hurting anybody. You got your own thing. I can't say anything. That's your life. Fuck it. I got things to do. Listen.
0: Maybe this is the next frontier, man. Like, if you look at, like, how we've gone as a culture, we get very – it's weird. We kind of go in waves, right? Because, like, the Roman Empire, everyone was fucking. The Greeks, everyone was fucking everybody, and it was totally fine. Uh, then we got really conservative, and then maybe that's the next frontier. Maybe, maybe you'll live to see the world you want to see so badly, Corey, where you can fuck non-blood relatives as much as you want.
2: I, but see, you back like this is—I'm—I don't have a look. I'm not, I don't have a dating site. I don't have a service where it's telling you to go out there and have sex with your step sister, brother, or cousin. Or I, all I said was, if two people who are consenting adults sure. who just happen to be sure. step brother and sister,
0: you know, I. I, I You're fighting really hard that I'm starting to suspect that something has already happened and you are now (laughs) trying to justify it after the fact.
2: I'm just, maybe I'm just kind of leaving it open for myself. (laughs) But, (laughs) all right, that's fair. That's fair. I just said, man, if two, look, if you get people, if you got a stepbrother and stepsister, they're 21, one is 25, they're around the same age, you know, they just found out something one day. You ain't gonna find me hating. Only gonna be like y'all ain't gonna. If you get married and you have children, they're not gonna be like you know, men. You know, they're not gonna be mongoloids or anything like you know. I'm just, I'm just saying, you're not. You're really not doing anything wrong. You're not. You, you know, it's um. Uh, it, now, like I said, if you if you are marrying somebody that you raised as a child, that's that brings us some questions, but. Even then, I guess I can't say anything about it if they're adults, but the brother and sister thing, nah, it's not that big of a deal for me. I, I will tell you that right now. It's not like it's happening every day. Now, if I was encouraging it, if I was putting together cruises for stepbrothers and stepsisters to have orgies and shit, now that would be weird. But, you know, just love is love. If somebody, two people who are not related to each other find love in any kind of circumstances, who am I to say what they do with their lives?
0: I just—I gotta tell you—I was really not expecting a, a an impassioned plea for this coming from you, and that's fine. You're not technically wrong. It just raises so many red flags for me, and we'll have to talk about that at a later date. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, I will say this: what I'm talking about myself. Completely fucking wrong. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. This whole thing, my cousin—that's completely wrong. I—I I will tell you that. I admit it. That is still there, but it's wrong. Now I will tell you that. Now I'm talking about my—about <laughs> myself. Let me ask
0: you a fucking hypothetical. Because the story as is, you're the hero of that story. You did nothing wrong. What if, like, you, you know, you go up to her and, and you, finally, you finally get it? After all these years, after four fucking years, this was your Olympics. You trained for it. You fucking got the gold. And then, like, the next day, like, again, if this was a film, the next day you find that news out. Are you, are you like, oh, disgusted? or you, like, look, we already broke this motherfucking thing. We might as
2: well keep going with it. Like, I want to know where your ethics go here. Jesus, man, why you put me in this place. <laughs> <clears throat> I would, okay, this much I can say. If I found out the next day, like, me and this girl, this cousin of mine, like, we we didn't know. like say back when I was 17, 18, I ended up hitting on her. We ended up going out, and we ended up even having sex. Now, we wake up the next morning. She's on our phone like, oh, shit, I just got the news. We're cousins. I'm going to be like, well, fuck it. What's done is done. We can't go back in time. All right, cool. You know, I mean, um, uh, you know, Perhaps we won't tell anybody, and we will not talk about this again. But there is something that says, you know. But but uh, before we're through here, let's one for the road. You know, maybe maybe I'm like we already we already crossed that line. We don't want to keep doing this. But maybe just one more time, man. Before I mean, we're here right now. Let's not waste the moment. I would, yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, they call that throwing good money at bad money. And I don't even disagree in that situation. It's already broke. Why not?
2: Well, there you go. Now we can agree on something there, man. (laughs) Would you fuck your cousin one more time? Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I would have started another uh, uh, double-toasted
0: YouTube thing where it's just DT out of context. And it's like five (laughs) to six seconds only. But we just clip all of these little (laughs) things and put it out there.
2: Somebody said that happened to their cousins where they... They had some cousins that actually, they had sex, and then uh, at some point they found out that they were related and they didn't know. Was that weird for them? Now, how did they handle that for the person in the chat who said that? yeah, You know, my supposition is,
0: and maybe I'm wrong, is that that's a family that stayed relatively close to each other this is why i live four thousand miles away from my family I ain't, <laughs> i'm not running into any of that fucking shit man like families usually don't spread out enough and that's what happens you'll end up getting a cousin or two
2: if you don't fucking move out of state you know what i mean yeah, i love these comments right now though if y'all and i don't blame y'all if y'all are mad at me i can't blame you for that you should be you should be mad at me somebody said wrong answer Corey. <laughs> i didn't laugh at lmao L- 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 r- wrong answer Corey. somebody said Corey Wilder right now, but I can't even blame him. Somebody said, "Yeah, man, somebody in Waco was a Rolling Stone. Wherever he laid his hat with his home, and he laid a lot, laid some pipe too." Uh, <laughs> uh, Corey, is, somebody said Corey is from the South. Texas is crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, don't come around here. <laughs> you might find something you ain't looking. You don't you don't want to find, like a hot ass relative. <laughs> somebody said, "I'm not even mad." <laughs>
0: oh the trick is you just have to have sex with everyone that you want to have sex with before asking if you're related that way <laughs> if they end up being related you got one more you know <laughs> like you got one to one to go for sure
2: <laughs> skull said cory wishes he grew up in alabama now i would have an excuse so <laughs> listen to to that all right to that end alabama and
0: i don't want to paint too generally but like it doesn't seem to be nearly as big of a taboo there right so society's
2: an illusion there right you think that's a good thing uh, no, Alabama's fucked up, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I, I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of cool things in Alabama, a lot of cool people. There's a lot of fucked up things in Alabama, too. And y'all know that. Fix it. Apocalypse says, what about play cousins? Uh, what did I say, man? You are not related. Yes, y'all just playing. So go ahead and play with each other. Oh, uh, let me see here. I am Obi-Wan. What's up? Corey and Christian, I am Obi Wan. Is that the same I am Obi Wan that is in Austin right now? So I know you if this is the same one, we've been trying to find some time to hook up with each other. And no, they're not my cousins. Uh we've been trying to find time just to hang. So if this same person, let me know what you're up to. <laughs> Putting cousin it. <laughs> That's a play, cousin. Y'all are funny, man. Y'all, I, I don't, you know, I don't tell y'all enough times, man, that y'all are really funny in the chat. I know I talk crazy to y'all, but y'all are y'all are really funny, man. Hey Corey, could you confirm about Texas and pickles being a snack you can get in cinemas? Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah, I, I thought that was a thing that you could do everywhere, man. Nah, that's very colloquial. I imagine <clears throat> I've never seen that anywhere. Yeah, Texas – the South, but I think really here in Texas, man, we love pickles, man. There are places where they just put pickles on the sides of everything. You can, I mean you can get pickles with a scoop of ice cream here. You know, we love our pickles, man. We do pickle shots here. I don't know if that's something that really spread, but we we have uh we have like vodka infused pickle juice. And we are our whiskey and infused pickle juice man and uh yeah we love pickles here man maybe a little bit too much but yes you can get pickles big ass pickles man uh in in the theaters yeah but is that is that Austin or is that Texas like that was when you grew up too yeah man I think that's a Texas thing because I mean but because it was a thing in Waco Yeah, yeah, yeah in Waco man they used to do this thing called a link basket and uh, it, was, it wasn't like a big thing. It was one place. It was called Lee's. And it was Lee. And I just found out. I didn't even think about it. Lee's is in the hood, man. And, and, and we would go over there all the time to get like uh, hamburgers and link baskets. And I just found out that Lee is Asian. Like <laughs> two years ago. I never saw Lee. I never <laughs> saw this Asian man. All I saw was Negroes up in that place, man, ordering hamburgers and link baskets. Anyway, I'll show you how much we love Pickles. Uh, the link basket would come with uh, a, a sausage link, like a barbecue sausage link, and it was great, man. It was kind of coated in this barbecue sauce that was like crossover spread onto the fries, so you didn't always put ketchup on the fries because the fries kind of had the, the 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 their own uh, barbecue sauce on there. Right, right. And then on the side they gave you a salad, and you know it's <clears throat> it's a. It's a it's more than a stereotype. Uh, black people don't like mayonnaise too much. I actually like mayonnaise in selected areas. Like, I drown tuna fish in mayonnaise. But, you know, there's only, it's got to be the right burger to have mayonnaise. So, because we don't like mayonnaise that much, man. But Lee's made a salad that was shredded lettuce, one slice of tomato, and just this, 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 uh, this gob of mayonnaise on it with two pickles And I swear to God that it was the pickles that made the black people eat the mayonnaise, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We figured it out. Science has been looking for
2: years, but here it was. Yeah. Yeah. If you made pickle flavored mayonnaise, who would probably eat that shit all day? (laughs) Wow.
0: Get on it, Heinz. What are you doing? (laughs) Maybe you have something. Maybe we should beat Hines to the punch, man. Yeah, can we can we tweet this and then get like ten percent? I want points on this deal. That's all I'm saying.
2: Uh, man, let me see here. Uh, questions, man. You guys weren't going on the show, but you're asking some good questions. Have you ever had oh pickled beer? I, you know what? I'm not bullshitting because I would tell you straight up if I did, I'd be like no. But I'm not sure. I think I have. It probably was a sour. And they had it because sour sometimes you get it and they like if you get a strong sour beer, it's like pickle juice. And I think they had one that was like pickle juice. Uh I might have had that. I'm not sure. I, I we've had so many pickled novelty things here that I don't know. Every time oh if you went to like a if you went to the to the barbershop or to a black bar, you know, like some divey ass black bar, there was always a jar back there with pickled something, <laughs> like eggs feet some shit like a fetus in there you know and people just eat it we love pickles here man you know we do and here i guess it's a texas thing maybe it's a southern thing i know texas love pickles this discussion by the way people got started when somebody asked do they serve pickles in movie theaters and i just learned something today because i thought that was a regular thing apparently it's not apparently it's texas no, I'm going to do this. I have homework now. Like, when this is
0: over, I was going to go out and meet some Toasties at a bar. Fuck that. I'm canceling. I'm going to do all the research in the world <laughs> to figure out Texas's love affair with the pickle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have answers for
2: you. Next. <laughs> if you find out, you let me know. Man. Oh, shit. Oh, this is not the link basket, <laughs> but it's close. Oh, shit. I thought somebody found it. Oh, wait a minute. Did you find it? This is Lee's. Damn, Skull, you were good, man. This is why you know I'm so happy skull is here because I tell y'all things and sometimes y'all think I'm lying I'm mm-hmm. making up stuff or y'all gonna keep me from lying with people like skull around skull <laughs> got the wow man, you got the uh damn there wow skull man, you are amazing that is Lee's right there. I don't know if Lee's is still open, but that is Lee's man and I I really in, in Waco. I ain't going to tell you where I live, but I do not live too far away from that joint, man. And that is the link. That's the that's the fucking link basket, man. Yeah. What, the y'all what's seen last time talking? you had
0: this, like as an adult? What's that? What's the last time you had this as an adult?
2: Ah, oh, man, probably like a couple of years ago. I don't know if Lees is still open anymore now, especially after the, the pandemic. But Lees was there since I was a child. So that shit was there for almost... For almost like 50 years, man. Uh, so it's kind of sad if it's closed down. But yeah, that's one of those... Man, when they talk about greasy spoon, they had the greasy spoon, fork, knife. Shit, the fucking building was covered in, in grease, man. That is... Wow, Skull, you are amazing, man. That That's it! There it is right there. They got those two pickles, man, on top of that mayonnaise. Shit. <laughs> got, and look at those wow man this is amazing i don't know what i'm, I'm sorry people but no one should should be this excited about fries and toast but <laughs> but the, the image i described is exactly because i thought maybe i'm exaggerating but i told you the the link with the fries covered in the ma- covered in the barbecue sauce the two pickles the shredded lettuce with the once well, the one slice of tomato and i forgot to mention the toast but wow man That's amazing, Skull. It's just cool because you're bringing back some memories, man. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Uh, He said it might still be open, too. You know what? I might call my mom when this is done, and I'm going to ask her if Lee's is still open. And then I'm going to get a link basket for all of you out there. Damn, that's bringing back some memories. I grew up on that shit. God damn. Bringing a tear to my eye. Damn it. I love you, Skull. I love you, and it's okay because we're not cousins. All right, let's get on with things here. Oh, people, I tell you what, you all might not be my cousins, but you are all family, and I want to see all my family. Big old Double Toasted family reunion over in New York. Double Toasted live in New York, Friday, September 10th, 8 p.m., And that's going to be at the Roulette Intermedium. That's over there on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. It's an all-ages show, but you got to be 21 to drink. Of course, you got to have a guardian in there, and it will be somewhat raunchy. It's a full night of comedy and games with you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go to DoubleToasted.com today and get your tickets today. Or you can go to XLEntertainment.com forward slash double dash toasted dash brooklyn again no no that is the letter x the letter l entertainment.com forward slash double dash toasted dash brooklyn and we have and i'm and i'm very very excited man because the vip packages and the all access pass packages are selling pretty well uh those are limited, but we've sold a lot of those already. I think they even released a few more because they sold a lot on the first and second day. But the all access pass gets you exactly what it says, all access. You get to come in an hour early, get your seat, hang out with us for a pre-game cocktail party. You get some merch on that package, and you'll also get to come on stage with us. And the VIP package is not too shabby either. That's where you come in, you spend 30 minutes with us, you get your nice seat still. And I think there's some other things in there that I haven't checked, but a lot of people are getting those packages right there. And the general admission, meet and greet tickets, they're pretty good. They're still nice. Of course, you get to come in and see the show. We're going to have meet and greet, try to say hello to everybody before they kick us out the venue. And I'm still working on this, Christian, but that night, that night, I'm going to try to get, after the show, a place to do an after-party event. I'm going to try to see if we can get a bar, or a brewery, someplace with a stage, probably get some music. I'm trying to get Twitch to help out with that. And there's no guarantees right now. So if I come back and say, well, it couldn't happen, but we'll try to make something, something else happen. We'll see what we can do. But I'm trying to work on that right now for you guys. Get some up-and-coming streamers up in there. Get some music up in there. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So get your tickets today, people. It's even in the chat. You can click on the chat and go in there and get your ticket right now. They are selling a limited number of VIP in all access passes. So get those today if you can show possibly, possibly could sell out. I'm not sure. Last t- Last time we were in New York, it did sell out. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Let's see here. Obi-Wan. That's the guy who is in town. All right. I'll get in touch with you after the show, man. See what we can make happen. I got to go run some errands anyway. So I might as well put you on the list. And folks, today here on the show, we're going to be talking about Porky Pig's new hip-hop career, the new Alien series that's going to be on effects, and we're going to be talking about the many, many, many saints of Newark, and that is the Sopranos prequel, and we're going to talk about that in relation to some of the other TV shows that have gone on to be movies and theatrical releases and whatnot. But let me see here, folks. Let me see what we got here. You know what? Oh, let me see here. I. Oh, let me see, let me see. Of course, I would never cross certain boundaries. Uh, we talked about this earlier. I just, want, I just want y'all to know I would never cross certain bound, boundaries of family members. You know, nothing that was inappropriate, anything like that. But uh, y'all can let me hold about $5, right? Or at least three. Get warm and toasty, hot and buttered, golden brown and crispy here on patreon.com forward slash double toasted that's our patreon page over there go over there and support what we do and help us to keep creating all this content for you and get a few perks yourself such as merch every three months for a year uh the artwork is being done for people you know we do extra stream bonus streams so please help us out over there It's getting more important because it's Probably the most independent, outside of our own website, the most independent revenue stream that we have to keep doing what we're doing. Makes us a little more independent. So please, please help us out over there. Also trying to get a new merch store. We'll find out about that next week. But you can still go get your classic Black Tooth White logo and many other things over on dtmerch.com. Go to dtmerch.com and get all this nice stuff over here. Not just shirts, but nice designs pint glasses, we even got, if you can't make up your mind, we got the gift certificates for you over there. And one last thing here. Why don't you come on here and join us on our Double Toasted Twitch page. Why? Because you can join for absolutely free. I ain't begging you for nothing here except your presence. If you have that Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe for absolutely free. You can gift us up for absolutely free. And when the time comes around, don't don't, don't skimp on yourself. Stay around. Stick around. Go ahead and resub. And you can still do so for absolutely free if you have that Amazon Prime account. Oh, Lord. It is hot in this room right here. I got to cut up the thermostat if you don't mind, sir. I don't mind. Uh, the Let me see here. Boy, oh, I love technology, man. There was a time I'd have to get up and walk out the room and actually twist a knob, man. I can just sit on my lazy ass and do it right from the comfort of this stream. Cut up the uh, air conditioning here. We're it well is, on like, our
0: way to being those uh, uh, humans from wall
2: Yeah. And I don't mind that. I thought they were the good guys. All right. <laughs> How you doing, Christian? I'm okay, man. I mean,
0: can I just say something? I was actually really glad to do this show today. I'm always glad to do it. but So I booked all this shit for my European trip, and then I don't know if you have this. Maybe this is a phenomenon that's only for me, uh, but now I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about my other job. I don't give a shit about anything, right, because all I want to do is be gone for a month in Europe. Uh, so mm-hmm. it was nice to actually wake up and be engaged in a thing that I had to do for work. Nice. So wh- where are you going? I'm going all over, yeah. So if there's any toasties that want to do something, like get me up, but uh, I'm going to – Dublin for a couple of days, I'm going to Lisbon for a couple of days, Italy for a couple of days, Amsterdam, and Sicily. Even though Sicily's part of Italy, but don't tell my wife that.
2: What part of, I mean, or when are you going to Istanbul?
0: Uh, I'm not going to Istanbul. What did I say that sounded like Istanbul? Amsterdam, I said?
2: Amsterdam. I thought I heard Istanbul. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Lisbon, which is Portugal. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, I don't pay attention, so <laughs> that's my biggest <laughs> problem, but all right. Well, hey, I'm maybe just saying, maybe. Yeah, I'm doing a grand tour, man. If if there's any locals out there that want to like show me a cool time, I would love to hang out. Let me. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, yeah. When are you going on this trip? What do you mean? This trip, this European trip. When? When are you, when oh, are you when? going? When? When yeah. am I going? Yeah. October
0: the second through the twenty fifth. Yeah. Okay. So it's
2: like, mm-hmm. Then I will not be seeing you. I thought maybe because I'm going to Europe and. September, right after the the weekend that uh, we're done with the New York show, right No, you're going three weeks before I leave. I think. Yeah. Oh well. It's just not meant for us to be.
0: I did invite you months ago to come to Italy with me. I want to throw that out there, and you and you're a boss, and you're very busy, and I get it, but you didn't come, and I'm heartbroken, and I'll never forget it. Talk to my wife about
2: that. She made the schedule. I didn't. So, I had to do things around her. Oh, folks. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's go on with the show, but before we do that, I have to play, and you wouldn't have to deal with this, oh, wait a minute, what's going on, are we not streaming? Oh, yeah, we are streaming. Oh, we're up, yeah. Yeah, what is going on here? I have to play some ads, but it's not giving me the choice. Shit, even Twitch don't like its own ads. Oh, but they're back, so therefore you must have them, and we'll be right back after this. Oh, let's see here. I'm uh, looking at the chat looking at people talking seeing some people who are here right now in Austin, Texas uh, people, it is so hot here right now in Austin and it's only going to get hotter up in here oh, here's something you didn't notice did you notice that Uh, what's different here? on you? yes uh, uh, the sexy beard you got going on? what am I missing? I'm so glad you noticed that but uh, no pixie Oh,
0: yeah. No, no, no. I didn't want to say anything about it because I figured, like, a canine Beetlejuice, uh, she would just appear if we said her name enough
2: times. Oh, well, not you did say her name. She might be on her way. <laughs> I actually didn't say her name. That was the whole point. I specifically
0: sidestepped saying that little fucker's name. Don't do this to me, <laughs> I feel like you're going to do this to me, and I really don't want you to. You already called me Jim Crow Torres earlier. Like, don't do this to me. Oh, Jimmy the Crow. <laughs> Jimmy the Crow
2: Torres, how you doing, man? <laughs> not
0: well. Not well. Yeah. It'll be worse if that fucking... Ugh, don't do it to me, please.
2: I, I love being good fellas, man. <laughs> 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 Let me see here. Uh, all right. All right. I'm just waiting for these people to get back, but um, I know I had something to tell you guys about New York. Oh, yeah. It's not New York, but people are asking, when are you coming to L.A.? We're still trying to figure that out. Still trying to figure that out at this moment. And, I'll, you, you know, you guys will be the first to know whenever we start doing that. I think they kind of want to see how the New York show sells. And it looks like it's selling pretty good right now, man, after after a, not even a full week. I think we're kind of close to selling 100 tickets, man. So There's an
0: appetite, man. Everyone, everyone wants to get in a room together now that we can do it again and watch comedy or watch music or any of that shit. So it's great. Yeah. And I think ticket sales
2: proved that. Yeah, people just want to party, man. So I imagine we'll get a good, good amount of people at the show. It's a. Uh, I think the venue holds like three hundred and fifty. So it might, might actually get get more, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, let me
0: ask you this. Someone's asking in the chat. I think this is really good. You and I were talking about cities and how most cities in America are exactly the same, with the exception of maybe six or seven of them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle.
2: Would you ever Would you ever think about doing a, a Northwest show? Funny you should ask that. We. Want, I think the. First time that I went out and and got a venue, like an actual venue, uh, this is when we were working our way up because I started booking ourselves in bars just to get a feel for doing a live show in front of people. And then that went up to small venues like that fit 80 people. And that venue was in Seattle. It was an 80-person venue in Seattle. Uh, we probably could have sold more, but you know, we filled up the place and it was small enough to be manageable and get a feel for doing live shows. Yeah. And it was in, it wasn't Seattle's our first big show (laughs) with 80 people, but our first big show. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would definitely go back to Seattle, man. You know, I
0: mean, I think it's a really cool city and, uh, I, it seems like that those cities sort of get lost in the
2: sauce because it's New York or LA, Chicago kind of thing. But like Seattle's an amazing little town, man. No, Seattle's great, man. I would not live there. I went to Seattle in the winter, have some fun memories of being there. It's nice and snug when you, you know, when you're staying in with a bunch of blankets and shit, but uh I can I cannot take those winters in Seattle, man. It's wet and cold, and that's some shit I do not need. But beautiful city though. Mm-hmm. Been there a few times. I really love it. All right. right. Folks, let's get on with the show. Oh, before we do that, hey, I've been sitting up here talking to you guys the whole time, and I feel like I've been, those people who open the door and they talk your ear off without ever letting you in, ah, people, that's not nice. I want to hear from you. Come on in. Come on in. Send us an email. Let us know what's on your mind. Kcoolmans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. You email us with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and advice. Hit us up on them social media. Instagram, Twitter, and catch a book to your face with Facebook. Copy all that information down right there. Memorize it, but it ain't nothing if you don't use it. I will get a P.O. Box one day. I might go try to look at that today, because I know a lot of people are asking for a P.O. Box to send stuff to. So, being that we don't have a studio anymore, gotta get that box. I'll work on that right now. While I'm working on getting that box, and receiving all your kind messages, and emails, and maybe even packages, Mr. Christian Torres... Uh, you can find me on Instagram,
0: Christian.monster. You can find me on Facebook at Christian LA on Torres. I know some of you, but I want to know all of you. So come
2: find me. And folks, let me see. Remember that we'll be seeing you in a town near you. We'll let you know as soon as we find out the rest of our tour plans. But in the meantime, in the meantime, email us, kcoolmans at gmail dot com. And I usually say to people, come on to Austin Texas but I've been busy and I'm gonna have to try to figure out how to schedule these things a little bit more so I don't keep people waiting on me but we do want you to come to Austin and if we can we'd love to hang out with you all right everybody oh that's what it was trivia show People have been sending me emails saying they want to be on the trivia show, and a lot of people still don't realize that we have moved to Thursdays with that. We're here doing that on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time now instead of doing it on Saturdays because we were doing it on Saturdays because I was under contract with Twitch, but that contract is done, and now we can move to any day we want to. We're doing it on Saturdays, and that way I can get my Saturdays. I'm sorry, Thursdays. We're doing it on Thursdays, and that way I can get my Saturdays back again. Yeah, so you can have one day off. One day. One day is all I ask. Is that too much people? Just one day. Just one day so Daddy can get some rest. But we did the trivia show yesterday and we had a lot of fun. We had sip and play on there, one of our toasties. She's a she she's I, I will tell you this, she's gorgeous, she's very sexy, but also she is very sweet and has a great personality, man. She was fun having on there yesterday. That's great. Her and the Cory bot flirting with each other all day.
1: Mm.
2: Are they cousins? Do they know? We haven't checked. We haven't checked yet. But you know something? <laughs> I could tell you that Cory Bot wouldn't care. <laughs> now, I would think about it, but Cory Bot would be like, nah, fuck that. Let's do it. All right.
0: I like that uh, Cory Bot's sort of your Tyler Durden. It's like everything that you wish you could do without the shame attached to being a regular
2: person. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. You know, she... I should carry that pup around a lot more. <laughs> it's very. It's, uh, what was that Mel Gibson movie, right? Where he's carrying the fucking. The it's the beaver, monk. right? Oh,
0: no, the beaver. Yeah, where he just has the beaver. Like, that's how he has to communicate with the world. That could
2: be you. Holy shit, I would watch that movie, by the way. Walking around with a puppet. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about starting a TikTok where Corey about is just fucking with me all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would fucking watch that. I, don't, I hate TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I would get it.
2: I would download it, and that would be the one thing that I follow. Yeah. <laughs> just getting on her nerves because he, whenever I have that puppet out, she's kind of pissed off immediately. She's just – I mean, not not at me. She actually walked. she's walked out the closet, and she's and she looked at that puppet and been like, the fuck are you looking at <laughs> 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 all right let's see here what we got all right people let's go ahead and get on with this show let's see what you got here uh this year in 2021 man i mean it's been a rough year already with the pandemic and politics being what they are and you know social issues and all kind of stuff man but also to add on to that, if you're a hip hop fan, it's very sad because we've lost so many rappers this year, man. Uh MF Doom, DMX. It is Marquis. Yeah. Mar- Bismarck he is he gone? Yeah, he died. Yeah. Oh, because I we were trying to figure out if that was true or not. Bismarck. Marque- it, like, it was like two days ago, yeah. It was two easy. days ago, man. Black Rob, uh ecstasy from Houdini. It's been a r it's been a terrible year, man. It's been a terrible year for that. Nope. He's still alive. What?
0: No, I just heard it. Really? I, How I, many of these are there going to be? Are this fucking, This is like the third time that they've said he's dead and then he's not. He's like Kim Jong-un at this point. There's no way to pin down
2: this guy's I, I don't know anymore. I really don't. He's not. No, he's not dead. Yeah. what I'm scared to say. I learned my lesson with DMX. He's, he's, <laughs> he's still alive.
0: All right. Well, I am so sorry I put that fucking into the universe. Take it all back. Take it all back. Stay
2: alive, Biz. Well, let me just say this. If Biz actually does go like our other fallen rappers are, the rappers that have passed away, rest in, rest in peace and power, as people say. Uh, with all these rappers going, thank God that there's up-and-comers who are ready to fill the void with their talents, like Porky Pig. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, not Porky Pig. That is his, uh, <laughs> that's his government name. Uh, <laughs> his street name is a little something different. Uh, so if you guys were on the Internet last night... You might have noticed that Porky Pig, just out of the blue, decided to drop, drop his mixtape. And a lot of people, they were like, well, I, well you know what? I, I refrain from saying anything. Let me let this man's bars right. and his fire speak for itself. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, we
3: rapping now? We rapping who you really are, notorious P.I.G. <laughs> oh, oh boy, hey, here goes
2: nothing. What up? It's Porky Pig. They call me T. Double L. G. Let me just say that my original vision of Space Jam, too, because y'all know I was the original director of Space Jam. Never got my credit. Got brought back to actually say, all right, I get to do whatever I want to do on Space Jam 2 with a fucking lie. This never would have happened in my version. Never would have happened. This was not in the script. It was not even mentioned and thought about. He don't want no trouble. I was famous before the internet.
3: Since 1935, I been getting respect. This pig is lit. I'm super legit. Every time I'm out in public, people asking me for dicks. You, nobody knows you when you walk the street. How your last name rhythm and you still offbeat. From off beginning beat. to the end, <laughs> I'm here for all the smoke. Your squad ain't all star, your squad is all jokes. All and this with one bar, most famous of all quotes. This battle is now over. The bat, that's all, folks.
0: Space Jam on New Legacy, ready PG, in theaters and on HBO Max, July 16th.
2: No!
3: Oh, no oh oh fuck
2: god damn you wanna brothers
0: you broke my boy why would you do this
2: Get <laughs> <Yeah>, it people <laughs> space jam 2 oh no it's- it's all about the story and the characters and the art, right?
0: <laughs> you know, my favorite thing is people are going to think that's performative, but I literally saw the light, the joy
2: of living go away from your eyes while watching that. I don't I'm not a religious person, I'm not a supernatural person, but I actually did feel my soul just just seep out my ass right now. This is people This is from Space Jam to the the next shit or whatever it's called and We know that this is uh, the new one with LeBron James playing the part of Michael Jordan (laughs) this time. And uh, there's been a lot of things said about this. There's been a lot of things that people have accused this movie of. And I think those things were just confirmed by what we saw (laughs) right there. Uh... I don't know what the fuck to say about this man. Actually, I do, and I and I and I'm hesitant to say them for many reasons. Uh I w- I will say this much. Uh no, I don't like it. Uh I know this sounds like sour grapes since I was kicked off the project of Space right. Jam 2. Probably m- makes it seem like I'm coming from a place of hostility and resentment. Uh nah, I think I got some points to make here about that bullshit we just saw. But you know what? uh I'm going to hand this over to my man, Christian, because you had some notes that I saw today, and I'm kind of curious about some of your words. uh I just, I, I have so
0: many questions, but the first one being that, like, this isn't a movie made by people without talent, right? You're like, Ryan Coogler is a producer on this. Terrence Nance, who made Random Acts of Flyness, is a. Is a co-writer on this man, like Malcolm D Lee directed it. This is like a lot of people. We talk about the creative talent behind the camera, like reflecting the the talent in front of the camera and stuff like that, and how that doesn't really happen. And it's like, oh, we did this. We got like a, a black lead and we have a black creative team. And I have to sit here and I'm wondering, like, whose idea was that? Because I feel like all of them are way too talented to think that that was a good idea or to not, like, fight the studio trying to get that. It seems to me like the absolute worst fucking... Like, we were all worried about what the worst case scenario was for Space Jam 2. And I'm like, that's it. Our fears
2: have been fully realized, Corey. Yes. I hear some people out there, after uh, witnessing Porky's performance, they're, (laughs) they're talking about... Oh my God! The bars, Corey. The bars. To me, he don't want no trouble.
3: I was famous before the internet.
2: Since 1935, I've been getting respect. Only bar I'm looking for right now, the one serving a nice stiff drink, (laughs) which I need after seeing this shit. Uh, People, as always, as always, I reserve full judgment until I see the movie, and I will see the movie, but. You know, I, let me just. I'm, I'm going to do this. The reason why I'm hesitant to say anything about this is because of people who are already trying to say, "Well, you just don't get it. It's just not your thing. Your time is past, old man. <laughs> this is the new shit, right here." I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna reserve full judgment. Come, just, I'm not gonna say that this is a terrible movie. I'm not. I'm not. It's in the back of my mind, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say it. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going gonna, gonna to say my piece, and then I'm going to shut up, I'm going to turn my ass around, and I'm going to leave before I start getting booed, before I'm called boomer, before I'm called an entitled hipster, and before people start pelting me with garbage and tomatoes telling me how I just don't get it. Um, you know, is them rapping right here, that's not the thing that's making me cringe. I don't care if they're rapping. It's the reason that they're rapping. You know, Looney Tunes has always made fun of celebrities and always made fun of cultural trends. You know, they've always come in and parodied that. You know, I grew up watching Looney Tunes do that, where they made fun of celebrity culture way, way before I was born, man, decades before I was born. I'll show you a clip right now where half of y'all won't even know the people that they're talking about in these clips points to you if you do, though.
3: Oh, Jimmy, that rhythm does something to me. Let's dance, will you, please? Oh, uh, uh, sir, it's not that I don't want to. You understand? It's uh, it's on account of that. Oh,
2: she was. I don't know any of these modern steps here.
3: Oh, come on, Jimmy. Please. For me? Oh, so I'll... Uh, uh, oh, heck, I guess I might as well try. I'm going to lose my... That's...
2: Jimmy Stewart, Betty Davis, and that's the movie that Jimmy Stewart was in called *Mr. Smith Goes to Washington*. As you can see, it's a it's a corny pun, man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's 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 uh you know that's right there. That's uh it's almost an obvious joke for him at the time. But the thing is, they knew it, man. They knew it at the at that moment because they knew that they were clearly parodying things, man. You know, they were they were they were doing parodies uh, but they were doing parodies and satire. With well thought out gags. I mean, this might be corny, but what, but what makes this well thought out is that they know it's corny. That's almost part of the joke. It's almost like they even they're making fun of themselves for even saying that we thought of a joke like that. You know, uh, this bullshit that we have over here with Porky and the Porky and, the, and his posse over here. You know, this and his hype man and shit. You know, this is this, this is clearly not a gag as much as it is an awkward attempt to cash in on youth culture man you know this is this is a commercial and we know that this is a commercial because when we watched the trailer for for space jam 2 the first thing everybody said was this is a commercial for hbo max <laughs> this whole thing is commercial is commercialized man but i'm you know i don't want to uh, talk too much man you, you go ahead christian add on to this
0: No, I mean, what I thought was interesting is like when I was a kid growing up, there was this like new sort of movement about reappropriating the image of the Looney Tunes and kind of wrapping them, like you said, into the clothes of whatever was kind of happening at the time. Right. So there was like the Looney Tunes uh, gangster rap movement and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's like I thought maybe that's what this was like a weird attempt to be like, hey, we we know our own legacy because on paper you could do that. Right. Like to your point, there's nothing wrong with doing what they're doing here as long as it sort of serves a purpose. But it doesn't seem like it does at all. Uh, which is my, my sort of my biggest problem with it, man. Um, here's my here's the question I want to ask you, all right? because I know there's a lot of problems with it animation-wise, and I do want to give a shout-out to Daffy. For some reason, Daffy in that hoodie makes <laughs> me like Daffy more than I've ever liked Daffy in my entire life. I don't know why. That dude as a hype man is doing his fucking job. I wish he had a better rapper to hype. Uh, Unrelated to that, though, I want to ask you a question. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think that likely this will gross more money than the ori- original Space Jam, right? I think that's for a couple of reasons. I think it's like... We have more uh, emerging markets. China's bigger international stuff play, uh, comes more into play. But does it have a shot at reaching the merchandise sort of goal that was set by Space Jam, which is over a billion dollars back in 96, 97? So it's like, uh, you know, it, it, what's the measure of success for this specific film? And does it have a chance to reach that kind of cultural zeitgeist that so the first one did?
2: Well, they definitely have more to sell this time. They definitely, like we said, you know, they have more programs. They have a, they have a platform. They have just, they have, you know, literally, you know, tons of shows that they're trying to sell. They're trying to get subscriptions. At least that's what it feels like. Uh, of course, they'll try to revive this whole urban thing that they did with the Looney Tunes back in the day, uh, which you know that self and, and that in itself was uh, somewhat of a of a of a subculture for some reason. Almost some kind of under. It was almost like an underground joke. At the time, which even makes this worse right now. Um, You know, uh, with this, I don't know how much it'll make. I mean, it's definitely there with LeBron uh, being such a a huge star and an icon and whatnot. You know, and that's what they're kind of that's what they're waiting on right here. And I'm just looking for a little something right here. People Uh, give me a second.
0: I do I can point counterpoint the LeBron thing really quickly cuz I think LeBron is certainly like loved and respected. I don't think he is universally adored the same way that Michael was. And on top of that, LeBron and and this is a good thing about him, but it's going to cost him, has never been quiet about his like socio-political beliefs. In a way, Michael Jordan was very apolitical. So everyone in America could like Michael Jordan cuz he was just a basketball player. LeBron has made himself more than
2: just that. Yeah, LeBron, I mean, no, he's no as far as the 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 marketing juggernaut that Michael Jordan is, Michael Jordan is, he's still selling shoes right now. Jordan, you know, LeBron doesn't have a, he, De, LeBron's not making billions of dollars off his silhouette. <laughs> like like Michael Jordan is. So no, that's not there. You know, Michael Jordan was just, he was just a, a, a phenomena all his own, man, but still marketable. Yeah. He's still considered to be one of the greatest players in, in the NBA. So yeah, he's very marketable and, and, you know, I don't. I don't know what to to what effect they hope to merchandise you sell merchandise with him. I'm sure they'll have some sort of uh, some some limited numbers uh, of of line of sneakers out there. You know, not to mention just the clothing that they want to sell. You know, the jerseys that they want to sell, things of that nature. Uh, mostly that they, now today, they'll be able to probably sell more toys than ever. You know, which is what they're really banking on. You know. If they can't sell a lot of sneakers like they do with Michael Jordan, they definitely can sell LeBron action figures over here, along with the rest of the Looney Tunes. You know and that's that's the problem, man. That's what they're doing. That's trying to. S- I have no problem with people trying to sell things. I understand corporate. I understand business. I understand making money, man. I understand all of that. But when you try too hard, man, to try to sell these things, this, it just gets embarrassing sometimes, man. And it seems and and it's very transparent. I mean what they're doing here with bug with with porky pig they could have done that well man that I had even if he was rapping like this well, Al g stepped to me he do want no trouble
3: I was famous before the internet I, that-
2: I, you know I wouldn't even have a problem with that if they were doing it the right way because they really could have gone in and made like some sort of self reflective acknowledgement of that whole gangster sub-genre out there, because that when they were doing this with the Looney Tunes, that was kind of a joke within itself. What it was, it was kind of like, it was like black people were taking this and just kind of doing their own spin on it, saying no good and well that, well, corporate won't touch this, man, so, you know, and and we can't get our images out there. They're always stealing our shit. It was kind of a message of, hey, you guys are always appropriating our shit. So what if we kind of like take your stuff and just kind of put our own spin on it and make it ours? So it was kind of a joke and it was kind of a subculture thing. It was an in, you know, it was a, it was an it was an inside thing. Except what do you fucking know? Corporate did take it and actually try to make money off of it and the result was Space Jam. So ha ha fuck you niggas. But you know, so it was it actually we created something and of course like always, we didn't get the money. Uh you know, Warner Brothers went in and took it. So if they had actually started making a joke about something that started out kind of as a joke and acknowledged it like they did back in the old days, that would have been something cool. But no, this shit that they're doing right here is just a real desperate attempt to cash in on what they think makes money. The kids like like, like hip-hop. Hip-hop is the most famous uh, genre of music right now, pop music. Let's go ahead and just cash in on it. Just let's 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 just throw Porky Pig in a sideways cap and put some uh, some black icons on there, uh, black clothing on there. Take the culture, and that's another thing. It's like there, it really is kind of a form of appropriation within itself for some money, man. It's bullshit. That's the thing that really kind of gets me. And furthermore, it's just always the awkwardness of this, man. I just can't, I I can't help what I feel when I see that. My fucking flesh crawls, man. <laughs> when I see that, I'm. I, I feel like I said this before with Freeberg and Seltzer movies. Watching this with you is like you and I are watching like like embarrassing porn or a snuff film together. We should not be watching this in the same room. It makes me embarrassed to be around you. I just can't help how I feel. And the thing that really, really, really gets me, man, it, you know, we, we make fun of this kind of shit. And people still do it. Like this is the this is the corporate version of that Steve Buscemi meme. How do you do, fellow kids? That's what they just did with that fucking clip right there, man. This is your fucking drunk wine mom trying to come in and be down with your girls from high school when they're at home. This is your dad putting on a hip-hop station and trying to act like he's down while he's in with with your friends while he's driving you all to school. It's all that it's the fucking corporate I'm not well We already said corporate. No, it's the conservative white dude who's talking about yo, yo, yo with the arthritis hands trying to show everybody that he's down too. This shit embarrasses me, man. It flat out embarrasses me to see somebody embarrass themselves even if they're getting a billion dollars for it.
0: Yeah, no, it's the idea that all it takes to be black in this version of it is to put on clothes a certain way and to have an affectation in your voice, right? It's it's really, really lazy. The thing that irks me about that on top of it being incredibly... um, Uh, reductive of an entire community is that like, look, every single movie, if it's good or bad, and you know, this is the reality of it. All right. We we don't make art to make art. We make art to make money. And hopefully if we're lucky, it's a really good thing that has something to say about the human experience and stuff like that. But it's still designed to make money. It's still designed to sell merchandise in some kind of way. Um, And we all sort of know that. And we're sort of okay with that. Because they at least try to outwardly appear like they're not constantly just selling shit. Like the only reason for something to exist is to sell other shit. Yeah. And that's what this feels like. Like it feels like there is no other grander thing it's trying to do or say. It exists purely to make money and sell other things.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have no problem, man, with them making – if they were making fun of hip-hop or doing some sort of clever parody or, as I said, making fun of that the, the shirts and stuff that went out, that's fine. But I don't I don't see a gag here. There's not a gag here. The gag is is just that they're dressed up in hip-hop clothes and rapping. That's it. It makes no, no sense. It's almost no. like a, like
0: an old white executive thought, like, what do they do at basketball games at times, right? Like, And then they brought yeah. in a fucking hip-hop show. Like That's is the furthest he thought about the fucking concept yeah. of what happens in a room with black people.
2: Yeah, man. It's like somebody who wants to make... You know what it feels like? It feels like somebody who wants to exploit me. It feels like... Some white person came in the room and wants to exploit me, and they came in. And I know they want to use me for money, but they, what they're doing is they're trying. to they insult me further by coming and talking about, "Yo, Corey Funky Fresh, homie, what's up, K Dog? Yay, hey, man, well, let's make some moolah, brother. You know I, that kind of shit it just makes me, it just irritates me so much, man. If you know, that's and that's what this feels like. Let's go ahead and make some money off of this black culture right here without even understanding it and being corny as fuck with it. Even though we got a lot of, we got a black director, we got a black producer. So, you know, I mean, I just, I, there might be something that I'm missing here. That's why I'm saying I will, wait, I will wait to see the movie. But I would have waited to put that fucking clip out, even though I think Warner Brothers even said, if people don't like it, they'll still be talking about it. And that's exactly what we're doing right now.
0: That's true. You know, no, uh, no, no bad press or no press is bad press, right, as they say. But I have it's one of those things, too. Like, I'm, I'm curious, like, let's say this movie is actually really, really charming. Like they find a way to, like, make this story palatable and shit like that. If you would have got to that point in the movie without knowing it beforehand, you might be like, OK, that was a little corny, but I like the rest of this. So you're ingratiated yeah. with the project. Yeah. You're like, sure, this is fine. But the fact that that's what they thought the best foot forward would be is insane to me. And I hope someone lost their job for it. <laughs> I mean, listen. what? No, it's cutthroat, uh... man. You don't make mistakes like that. All right. Like Hollywood <laughs> ad admin, that's fucking Game of Thrones shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I just I, I, the the whole time I'm watching this, I just feel, I just hear yo 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 what's up home sauce? <laughs> what's going on, brother? You know, I I man, I I if nothing else, let's just take all of the things that I've said the appropriation, any kind of cultural, racial, or any kind of statement of relevance like that. This shit is just it just feels weird.
3: This pig is lit I'm super legit Every time I'm out In public People asking me For pics. You Nobody knows you When you walk the street How your
2: last name Rhythm and you're Still off beat It just feels It just feels weird Man It just feels bad It just feels embarrassing It just feels It's every fucking Dance at the end Of an animated movie During the credits That I hate You know I just I, 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 I can't stand this shit It just It just feels cringy If nothing else It just Something about it Just don't fit right okay I, I cannot watch this I, I i try like i watch this and i'm I. I when i was watching this earlier today i had it on and i should cut the shit off like i was watching porn mia walked into the room my wife I, <laughs> you were just like oh, you close the thing immediately and shit yeah yeah I, like i like she was uh like i was playing this i'm here for all the smoke your squad ain't all she in, was your like, squad is all hey baby i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> like if she had asked that, me, I wouldn't... That's all, folks. <laughs> Shut up. Like if she had asked me what, what I was watching, I'd be like, uh, I'm, I'm watching porn. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> less embarrassing, less
2: incriminating. Yeah, yeah, man. (laughs) Oh, no, I was just jacking off, baby. What's up?
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. Wow. I mean, someone someone in the chat, they may need to provide this link, but they're saying that they released a Matrix clip, too, but that the Matrix clip is way worse than Porky Pig rapping, and that may be worth checking out. Can it get worse? Now Uh, I want to see.
2: Yeah, if you can provide that link again, do it. Do it, please. Yeah, can you give us the link to that? Because I want to see that, man. So people that. were talking about
0: it. You heard the early reactions to it, right? That were like really positive. Granted, it's all people on the Warner Brothers lot, so you can't trust that early reaction, but there was good initial buzz for the Matrix thing.
2: Okay, well, this one right here, I'm reading the headline. In Space Jam a New Legacy when Porky Pig raps, the world weeps. I I'm really not trying to jump on this kind of hipster bandwagon of hating things because they are corporate or, you know, they are you know, they they are, you know, they're from a big company a studio trying to make money. I'm not I'm not that kinda uh contrarian, man. I have I, I have no problem with people trying to make money, man. You know, I just, it's a business. I would be surprised if they weren't exploiting these characters. However, however, man, have some fucking restraint. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise some tact, goddammit. Yeah, what are you man. doing? Just you know, look just just to have a little bit, a little bit of, of shame and embarrassment. <laughs> oh, let me see right. here. I just put it in the chat for you. They put it up a couple times, but I just re-put it in there. You put in the chat? Yeah. The, the Matrix thing? Yeah. All Christian right, Monster is me. Let me go ahead and see if I can find here. <laughs> oh, let me see. Is this it right here? The, with Granny on the front? That might be it. Uh, maybe. I'm going to go ahead and play this one.
0: I mean, it says Space Jam, but... I'm All gonna
2: right. go ahead and play it to see what it says. See what it does here.
3: Wait, it your head? Lady oh Lady her Twitter. Abuela, let's do this. <laughs> What's happening, bro? what What did i miss
0: hey granny speedy
2: well that's that was rough i'm gonna tell you man maybe maybe for Some of the Gen Z people out there, even maybe for some of the millennials. But you have to understand, I lived through two years of nothing but lame matrix parodies and jokes. People doing the same shit. That bullet time jump right there. I lived through two years of people doing knockoff shit like this, and it got less funny every time. Maybe to the people out there who are new to this, maybe that's cool. But I've seen that fucking move and that joke. I've seen that a hundred times already, and I'm just—I just don't have any more laughs in me, man. I mean, at first you—you you genuinely laughed at it because it was a new—it was a new effect, it was a new technology, and you—cause and you—you you still loved it. So whenever you saw a parody of it, you're like, "Oh my God, that's clever! That's clever!" And then it got to a point where people kept doing it, but you laughed anyway out of respect to The Matrix because you loved The Matrix so much. And then it got to a point where it's just kind of really a just painful, just. Forced, <laughs> and then by that second year, it's like, man, fuck you. This is old. We've seen it, done it already. So I don't know, man. I, you know, maybe uh, maybe this really is for a younger generation, man. Maybe this is for people who are gonna have fun to rediscovering these things. I will, I will be fair and say that. You know, there's a whole generation of kids out there that love LeBron James. There's a bunch, bunch of kids out there that love the basketball players playing the new monster type fucking creatures, whatever. Uh, there are going to be kids who look at these Easter eggs back there, they're not going to know what they are, and they're going to look them up and be, you know, they're going to see these for the first time with fresh eyes. So maybe maybe that's for them. You know, for me, I, I, I see through it all, and I just see a cash grab and fucking jokes that I've seen for years done way, way better. As a director of Space Jam, trust me, I have seen better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, that's the best case scenario, but even then I I, I take some umbrage with the fact that like kids' movies have to be dumb and you can't analyze them. You know what I mean? Like I understand you're not supposed to like thread the internal logic of shit, but at the same time, like why is something made for kids gets the pass for being bad when we've seen other people like Pixar and other other, other companies out there do kids entertainment and also yeah. do something good with it. I hate Mm -hmm. that. That's a lazy crutch, and that like even further uh, confirms my belief that this is purely about selling subscriptions to HBO Max, man. Fuck, man.
2: It's just this whole thing right here, man. I wanna, I, I want to be fair, and I hope, I hope, I hope to God, because I gotta sit through this. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope I'm, I'm prejudging a little too hard, and I hope that what I see here is gonna be a lot better. I'm missing something, they're saving the best for when we see the movie. I hope that even Porky Pig, I'm sorry, Notorious P.I.G. I hope <laughs> that his rhymes and bars and his segment of the movie is even clever, and I'm gonna walk out being like, wow, you know what? That, that was actually pretty awesome. I was famous before the internet. Since 1935, I didn't respect. Otherwise, it's just going to be an hour and a half, probably two, of an ice pick. One being slowly shoved into my ear and another being slowly shoved into my eyeball <laughs> for two hours. I don't know if I'm Yeah, no, and,
0: and you're not wrong, by the way. The original Space Jam, for its faults, knew when to get the fuck out. Under 90 minutes. It's an hour and 28-minute movie, and that's including the credits. This movie is supposed to be two hours or to two hours and 15 minutes long.
2: Why? Why, why the fuck do we need to see fucking two hours of this shit right Why? Why? That's why I know you're trying to sell this shit, because it's a fucking commercial now. You got so much shit to sell that you need two hours to do it. Why the fuck did Bugs Bunny ain't got fucking thing to say for two hours? Shit is like, when you give these motherfuckers too much time, then I'm doing... This I'm super
3: legit. Every time I'm out in public, people asking me for picks. That's
2: too much fucking time on your hands. You... You give people two hours, you end up with shit like this. I guarantee you, if we had cut this shit down to an hour and 28 minutes like the first movie, we wouldn't have to live through this right here. God damn you. What the fuck are you doing? It's a goddamn kids movie. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's a fucking strip mall. You're trying to sell all your shit. All right, fuck. I'm sorry, man.
0: Well, no, I haven't seen you this worked up since you were defending fucking cousins.
2: (laughs) Hey, Fucking my cousin doesn't sound too bad now, does it? Yeah, no, no. No.
0: All things considered, I'm with you, man.
2: (laughs) Yeah. What do you want to hear about me fucking my cousin? I hear this goddamn pig rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of hot now, my thing, right? (laughs) Yeah, man. God damn. Why'd you tell me that shit? (laughs) Oh. I'm sorry. That's not two ice picks. That's going to be four. One in each of my ears, two in my eyes. I'm sorry, five. One going right up my ass, too. Oh, shit, I'm not ready for this, man. I'm not ready for this. I pray to God, 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 please, God, if you are there, I'm sorry I disrespected you. Please make this shit something bearable so I don't have to sit there and suffer for two hours. If there is a God in heaven, he will not let people be tortured like this. Shit! Anyway, man, don't I don't want to talk about this no more cuz you might tell me something else. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> Jesus, man. What the fuck? Man, we need another pandemic, man. <laughs> <You're> right, right. <laughs> Remember the
0: good old days of 2020?
2: Fuck. Oh. Oh. Somebody said, don't blaspheme me, Corey. This is fucking blasphemous. What are you talking about? You are looking at blasphemy in the form of a fucking rapping pig. That is blasphemy. I'm not blasphemy. I'm asking God literally, truly, honestly for help right now. Anybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, Somebody said, but Corey, Batman's in it. Is he rapping too? <laughs> somebody said, Corey, you okay? No, none of us are okay. Anyway, people, let's go ahead. You got anything to say? <laughs>
0: no, I mean, like at least Batman has life experience to draw from. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is Porky Pig rapping about? That's my question. Like, what is his? What is his? What are the life experiences that led him to turn to you know, today's bards? You know what I mean? Telling the real shit on the streets.
2: <laughs> well, now we got the street poet name. Notorious P.I.G. What up? It's Pig. They call me P. Double. out G. Step to me. He don't want no trouble. Oh, shit. That's street wisdom right there, man.
0: This does almost beg for a drunk show. People are not wrong. I'm seeing a lot of people uh,
2: banging that war drum for a drunk show. Of what? This? <laughs> oh, yeah. It has to happen. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> because, uh, hey, it'll damn sure help watching it. But, hey, you know what? Um, in conclusion... As always, these are artists, these are people, these are employees that worked on this, and I do want it to succeed, so I'm hoping for the best. I'm not going to come up here and try to talk down on something. I don't know. Let me end on a positive that way. Out of respect for the creators involved, I want this to succeed. I really do. I really do, and I hope it does for all of our sakes, all of us. Anyway, let's go ahead. You just
0: want to get invited back for Space Jam 3. You want to, end, you want to conclude what you started, and you're trying to play nice with the studio.
2: <laughs> well, I bet people wish I was on this one now. You would have had a much better film. Kicked off a of Space Jam 2 for this, people, because I wasn't a team player. Didn't want to play the game. Well, you saw what happened. And by the way, y'all, we forgot to mention... I, we're about to end this. I know we've been trying to end this, but one thing I forgot to mention because I saw in the chat. Uh, I know people are saying, well, you know what? Before before Notorious P.I.G., there was uh, MC Bugs.
3: It's like Jordan at the plate. You're likely to miss. Warner Brothers Inc. got bank keep counting. Rule from here to the moron mountain.
2: That, the reason why I can deal with that better is not in the movie. It's a It's the, it's the track at the end of the Space Jam soundtrack. And they, it seems like they're just joking around. That's what Damn. I'm talking about. That's, that's what I'm talking about. It seems like they're just having fun. You know, they, that's the kind of, that's the throwback to what Looney Tunes does, where they kind of come in and make fun of culture like that game plan listen up Dune squad number one objective beat the monster plus that soundtrack
0: was kind of awesome man <laughs> so. allegedly written by jay-z i think the only reason that should stay in the movie is if like secretly for no reason nipsey hustle wrote that pig rap <laughs> and as a tribute to nipsey they're like we got to keep it in we can't take this out otherwise why is it in the movie
2: yeah i don't know i don't know why is it i don't know it's just going to devolve ah, into like rah, 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 rah. fucking slack jaw. I just... know. Nah, nah, nah. All right, everybody. We need a little break, and so do you. Ads. Speaking of Warner Brothers selling shit. <laughs> 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 oh. All right, man. Let's move on to our next thing. I'm going to let you take this one. I'm pretty excited about this. I'm a. Uh, I'm a big Aliens fan, but as we've all seen throughout the years, we've all been broken down a little bit because the Alien franchise just did not ever, ever live up to what we got with the first Alien and then James Cameron doing an amazing job with the sequel, Aliens. Uh, Not even the return of the creator himself, Ridley Scott, who tried to explore a little bit too much. Could he do anything? All of those were movies, though. However... There were some great Alien spinoffs. They had comic books. Uh, they, had, they, had, they even had toys that were better than the movies out there. And now we're getting our first series. We're getting Aliens, our Alien, the series on effects. I'm kind of excited about this, and I'll explain why in a little bit, but I want to hear more from you, Christian. Yeah, I'm really excited, man.
0: So in TV, I follow a couple showrunners. You know, like they're people who I'm a big fan of their work, and from series to series, I'll follow them, right? Damon Lindelof did uh, The Leftovers, and he did Watchmen, loved it. Noah Halley did Fargo, and mm-hmm. he did Legion, and he's just one of these guys where I'm like, he gets it, and whatever he does, I'm gonna show up. And that was before they said he was doing an Alien show, and and on FX where they give him complete autonomy. So super excited about the project. He recently completed writing the first two episodes, and he started doing some press tours and just kind of giving people a general idea of what it's going to be. Uh, And I'm really excited about it. Number one, I think other than the xenomorph, the most recognizable thing about the Alien franchise is definitely Ripley as a character. And this ain't going to have – this is not a Ripley story. In fact, it's not even a deep space story. It's supposed to be set – on earth which i think immediately differentiates it from most of the series as you know a, the, one of the original pitches for alien 3 uh was to be set on earth there was going to be an invasion on earth and they ended up changing it yeah so did you ever see
2: that? kind of cool that, that 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 did, yeah go ahead did, did you see that trailer that was out for that where they the, they said on earth everyone will hear you scream
0: yeah you actually saw the earth in the promo that's yeah. what i was saying it was insane that like they even released that and didn't end up using it as a concept so it's cool that we're sort of Getting back over there. But the other big thing they said was the themes of it is that this is going to be uh, an examination of sort of class warfare uh, about how like the repercussions that will happen if we don't address the issues that we're living through today. I think it's a really interesting thing. But does it does that change what it is uh, to begin with? Does this make this an actual alien story uh, or does? Do you think the alien needs to be sort of separated? It's about uh, the absence of things. It's about the empty spaces in between that sort of define that, that uh, the franchise.
2: That's a good question. And I will say I don't know. I mean, it's definitely great to see them take that approach. I mean, you want to elaborate more, too, on what the quote is here?
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. So Noel Howley uh, came out and said that it's a story about um, sorry, I have this quote up here too. my bad. They're about humanity trapped between our primordial parasitic past and our artificial intelligence future. And they're both trying to kill us. Here you have human beings and they can't go forward and they can't go back. You will see what happens when the inequality we're struggling with now isn't resolved. And that's a really interesting concept. So look, like this isn't even sci-fi. It's not even political. That's the first thing I thought, oh, there's going to be a political uh, fervor about this. But this has nothing to do with politics. You can look this up. There is a number of human beings that can live on this planet. Like That's it. There is a finite number, and it's like 13 billion. But the truth is there's a much, much smaller number of humans that can live comfortably. So even now, we're overpopulated. The reason that we can live so comfortably in, in uh, you know first world nations is because we have a lot of other nations mm-hmm. that have to do our heavy lifting. We get to use their wealth and their resources. So this isn't a political thing, this is just literally, what is humanity gonna look like in a 1,000 years, in 2,000 years, in 10,000 years, if we don't address some of the things that are happening right now?
2: Yeah, you know what, I'm looking up a clip right now to kinda address what you're saying too. Uh, because thinking about your question, your question here, and let me see here. Your question is, do, do, I, do I think that that concept can work? And let me just pull up something here. Uh, the audio might be low on this, but I'm going to try to get my point across as best as I can. So with them talking about, you know, inequality and bringing in sort of almost like a political or social thing here, mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of cool. I think that that's actually in a way, going back to the roots of what made Alien successful. Because if you watch Alien, everybody you know, they they look at it as a horror movie, and yes, it is. But man, you gotta think about how little you saw of the Alien and how much of the interaction between the characters that you saw. There was a lot of drama going on, there was a lot of moments that were going on which were humorous between these characters. The most famous scene in that movie well, there's a lot of Cool things in that movie, but one of the most famous scenes in that movie is the chest burster scene. And that chest burster scene is really as effective as it is because nobody saw it coming. Great, but mostly these these look like people, regular people. Even though they were in space and this was a sci-fi movie, they, they all look like regular people sitting around a table having having lunch at you know at work or something. And if you didn't have that kind of Setup where these felt like real people like that, then I don't think that scene would have been as effective as uh, we've known it to be today. Yeah, the audio on this is, I just only clip back. If I remember playing this, the audio on this is terrible, man. It is so low right now. Actually, let me make sure that, this, that my audio can even be heard. Uh, yeah, just
0: to speak to that point for one second, I think that that's what makes the first alien so amazing Because I yeah. watched it like uh, a couple months ago. I was rewatching the whole series with a friend of mine and I took an edible full disclosure. But that whole first hour, you don't see the alien for the first 58 minutes. And what I was thinking yeah. as that edible hit was yeah. like, Jesus Christ, this feels like a documentary. Like, you know, it's not, but it feels like you are voyeuristic. You're just sort of there. You're watching these people. They don't even know that you're there. And that's why that dinner table really is like. The apotheosis, right? It's like it's it's the culmination of everything that had been uh, used up until that point to scare the shit out of you.
2: Yeah, yeah think the sound is working this is just extremely low and i don't know why but anyway you see how all these people are sitting around you remember this scene it's a classic movie and all these characters are sitting around talking to each other you saw how they were all laughing and everything like if you, you koto right there who just passed away you know i mean these people they don't they, they they seem you know one of the reasons why they seem the way they do is because they're blue collar uh but also again these actors are so great at looking like normal people and that's what made it great so now you bring in this whole kind of almost equivalent of blue-collar feel here where you're talking about the lower class. you got probably something that's more character-based. I think that's something that was forgotten with Alien as we went along because people were making it more about the alien. They were making it more about about the effects, more about the creature design, more about the horror, the science fiction, and they really weren't making it about the characters anymore. And that's why it didn't work that well.
0: Or really the world they lived in, which is interesting. Alien always flirts with the idea of having social commentary, right? Like colonial Marines, colonial, it's in there, right? Like I know it's supposed to be Marines or whatever, but it's colonialization. It's it's people going off of homeland into another land to conquer something. Uh, the third one, even though it's real bad, sort of flirts with the prison industrial complex, right? The fourth one, I, I don't know, orgies or something. I barely <laughs> remember the fourth one and uh, no one should. But my point is, they always, they always have these really interesting ideas that lurk right beneath it. This is the first time that it seems to be the starting point that there's a story that they want to talk about, about how we're living our lives today, and they're going to wrap it in the genre of aliens. And I think that's great.
2: Yeah, no, that, 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 that is something very cool. And they're also like, again, I think they have a more, more, of, more of an opportunity to advance the story because, you know, with the, one of the things that they didn't do, they just kind of kept re- repeating a, a, just a different template of alien. Some of these movies except for one film. And of course that is Aliens. Oh, the, you know what? What's going on with my sound here? Ah, uh-huh. there we go. Ah, that's why you couldn't hear anything. Let me see here. uh hold on, people. Let me unplug this and plug it back in. Something's going on with my computer over here. Ah, there we go.
0: Get them out of there.
2: They sold that movie by that action right there, but what you didn't expect when you saw the film was how much character that was in there. Uh, they did two things. They brought the character that was needed. That whole thing with Newt and uh, Newt and, uh, uh, and, and 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 Ripley, Ripley. Uh, the bond between some of the the humor between some of the Marines that were that was in here, uh, and also what they did was they developed the character of the alien more. You know, we got. More knowledge about how the reproductive cycle of it was. We learned that there was a queen, you know. They, they're like ants or insects, but you know they got this, you know. But they're but they're intelligent uh, uh, creatures. It's like man, it was. That's when, uh, the evolution of this creature exploring more what was uh, that we didn't know was something that none of these movies really did that much. And I think with a series, now that you can take it outside of a limited number, a, a limited time, you'll probably have more chance to like play around with some of the aspects of the creature itself
0: right and what it seems to me it's almost like and this is a i mean it purely from the socioeconomic standpoint it's almost like a purge let's say there was an alien invasion right now right yeah the top one percent they're gonna do much better than people like you know what i'm saying like they're gonna go to the impoverished places where people can't defend themselves nearly well don't have the resources the weaponry whatever so i think that's very interesting the question becomes is it going to be a full-on invasion story or is Noah they going to do this really interesting thing where it's alien almost a name only, but he tries to adhere more to the original, which is how many times do you actually see the alien in the full two hours and 10 minutes of the first alien movie? I think it's four minutes total. And it's like that would be very interesting if you're going to do a season of TV where the alien, the xenomorph is the shark in the water. It's the thing that lurks in the darkness, but you don't necessarily see it. And it's not the thing that's driving the story so much as
2: how humanity deals with themselves in a time of crisis. Somebody had, Apocalypse had a good, good response right here. An interesting comment, kind of an alien pandemic, maybe reminiscent of what we just went through. Oh man,
0: that's pretty smart. Yeah, I would see that. I mean, that, again, it brings up the same kind of themes, right? Which like, who is going to get the preferential treatment first? Yeah. And that's that's what I think that's really what he wants to say here. I do want to say something because I saw Crispy in here talking about how he's the only one who likes Prometheus. And I have this real I don't know if you've told I've, I've told you this. I have this real infuriating relationship with Prometheus because I think Prometheus is one of the most beautifully shot movies. It looks beautiful. Um, and the, but that conflicts with the part of my brain that knows that it's a terrible script that makes no sense. And those two things are at war with each other. But the, the problem is that it's a really, I think, solid film on its own. It's a bad Aliens film. And if you remember when Ridley Scott was talking about that, he wasn't he wanted to make a, a splint from the main series, right? He's like, yo, this is the, the common ancestor, but Aliens happens in this world and everything in Prometheus. Like the direct sequels will be something that takes place alongside. It's happening concurrently, but it's not the same thing as the Alien franchise. So in that way, Prometheus I thought was successful. The problem was they made a sequel that was – not a Prometheus sequel. It was a an alien sequel, you know? And so like that vision sort of goes, goes uh, out the window and it's just a tricky property to do anyway, because I give Ridley Scott all the credit. I think alien is better than aliens. No disrespect to aliens. Uh, but even he couldn't jump back in the saddle and do it right. So maybe it really is going to take another creative. And I feel like Noah Howley has a track record because let me ask you this, man, when it comes to TV or uh, movies that make the leap back to TV, how many good ones are there of that? Because for every like good one you can name, we have like wonderful franchises: Terminator, right, Indiana Jones, you name it, that had TV shows. And I'm not, and I don't want to speak to the quality of the TV shows, by the way, because I people seem to like the Sarah Connor Chronicles, but it never matched the uh, pop cultural zeitgeist levels that the films did. The one exception, I think, is Fargo. Like Fargo, I remember when that got yeah. announced, I thought it was the worst idea ever, and now we got four really solid seasons of an amazing TV show. Uh, and I think that's because this guy was able to do exactly what he wanted, and I think he'll do the same with Aliens.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, man. I think, uh, you know, going back to what you're saying, I don't think Prometheus is terrible, man. I think Prometheus failed. Prometheus had, it was ambitious. And I don't know, man. It's probably because TV needs Alien and not movies anymore because the movies are very time-constraining and also – The studios are going to meddle more to make sure, because I think even with Ridley Scott coming in, I don't even think he had enough control to where he he could do what he wanted to do. He did Prometheus. He probably could have done another movie where this could have been a whole universe set up around Alien. You know, we get to see more instead of just seeing the alien. I uh, had these concurrent, you know, these stories that are run concurrently with something else. But I think they saw the numbers coming back on Prometheus and then the studios were like, well, they want to see aliens, so put aliens in there, you know, make it more of that kind of thing. So I don't even yeah. think he had to do what he was able to do with that. It was an ambitious thing, man, but just not, I don't circumstances, whether they were, like, meddling or... Time or whatever just didn't let him do what he wanted to do was a good idea, though, but it failed near the end
0: to to that end. I think that's why FX is the perfect partner for this. And yes, they're technically owned by Disney. But John Landgraf, if you ask anybody, he is like apparently the 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 president of the network you want to work for because he's like his motto is like I pay creative people to be creative and I stay out of their way. And that's why I think FX low key, like you can put it on the same pedestal as HBO or any of these other premium channels because they have had a CEO who understands how to cultivate real creative talent.
2: Yeah. Uh, also, Prometheus had just some really stupid ass characters in there. Dude sees the alien snake comes out. He starts talking to it like a puppy. Get the fuck out of here. Well, apparently there's a deleted scene. I haven't seen it,
0: but this is what people say when they defend Prometheus, and clearly I've been drinking that Kool-Aid, where that gets explained away. Look, I already admitted it's a really bad script that doesn't make any sense, and that's what makes me mad, because uh, from a directing standpoint, I think it might be one of Ridley Scott's best. It's beautiful. like It's it's like one of the most uh, um, beautifully lensed movies I've ever seen, mm-hmm. but it just fails on every level
2: as a script. I wish they would... Going through and doing Neil Blomkamp's version, where they brought back, they, they pulled a uh, Halloween and just brought back uh, Hicks and Newt, and picks up from uh, where Aliens Alien. left off. Yeah, yeah. I wish they would the doing end of that,
0: that too, man. I mean, that's the thing. But but like the reason Howley didn't want to do a Ripley story was because he's like, I feel like that's been done. You sort of saw Ripley go from. That's what I love about Ripley in the first one. Everyone thinks Ripley's a badass, but like she kind of becomes the badass at the end of two. The first one, she's just a survivor you know and like that's an interesting thing you already showed her go from being a survivor to being someone who's hardened and can't have attachments to end yeah. up attaching
2: to people that's a good story and that is another thing man you know not having uh, ripley in there don't get me wrong i love ripley but that was that was another huge problem with this series is that mm-hmm. they kept trying to keep ripley in there because of star power and that That character, as much as I love that character, that character was bringing this down because they were forcing her to be a part of every movie, and none of these movies wanted to evolve. They didn't want to evolve past the creature. They didn't want to evolve past the template. They didn't want to evolve past uh, Ripley. So these things were held back by so much. So television is exactly what it needs right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it might not, we don't know yet, it might not be any good, but I definitely do have a lot more optimism for the franchise now.
0: Yeah. I hope personally that they take a little bit from the Alien Isolation game, which just got on Game Pass. I know I'm like five years late on this game. But, yo, it's kind of great, Corey. It's so good. And it plays it. more like Alien.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I played it. I, I love the attention to detail with the future. They're still playing cassette tapes and shit. So, Dude, yeah, I loved it. Seriously, it was great. Yeah. No, no, I loved it, man. All right. We talked about a movie going to a TV show. Let's talk about a TV show going to a movie. Oops. when i was a kid guys like me were brought up to follow codes hey jerk off what'd you say what you know you kind of had that coming why the fuck would you just run up to somebody and do that <laughs> <laughs> Beat it as was as newark as <laughs> it was jersey baby <laughs> hey that's just what we do antonio soprano
0: I wonder if I can talk to you alone for a moment, Mrs. Soprano. On the
1: basis of the Sanford Binet, he's high IQ. You can't prove it by me. He's got a D plus average. Well, he doesn't apply himself, but he is smart. The results tell us. He's a leader. (laughs) Ankle Dick. Growing up with the family takes a toll. May be an ambassador to England or France. You're my nephew. Like to I want to do whatever I can to help you. May be your business, my, my gift to you. I want to go to college. I can't get caught with shit like this. Look, you take the speakers, right? At the same time, you say to yourself, this is the last time I'm ever going to steal something that simple.
2: Wow, well, you know, that's really cool seeing. Oh, uh, James got Alphini's son in this, man. Spin image of that guy. Uh, and, you know, it I, makes me want to see the movie. I don't even watch Sopranos, just seeing how, how, how well casted this is. Uh, but, you know, w- we were just talking about TV, sh- our movies going to TV shows, and that actually helps out a lot because we see. A lot more storytelling that's being able to be expanded, but now we're seeing a tv show a TV show going to a movie. What do you feel about that? I feel weird about it. I feel weird
0: about it because uh the amount of times where it's been a success or added something that you would deem necessary to the story that you already loved is very rare. In fact, I only have one instance that I feel that way, but if others if there are other things I forgot about people should say it. I, I like this for a couple of reasons, though. I mean, I, I like that it's something that's been talked about a bunch in the series. This is sort of why I was getting on to you about having not watched the series, because even in this trailer, there are so many little things that are being said that are like, oh, that's like that's why Tony is the way he is in the series that we watch, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a dangerous gambit because this film, I feel I feel like it's coming too late in time. It's not quite the pop culture sensation that it was. And if you're dependent on all these like little moments, without it being its own autonomous story, that gives me a little bit of pause for concern.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, we've seen so many TV shows try to make that jump to making a movie, and those things weren't always all that great. You know, the X Files comes to mind uh, when they did those. uh, There's been a couple others where. What's that? Those bees, man! You remember the whole climax of
0: the first X Files movie is like bees attacking. I never saw the X Files movies because oh, I heard that they weren't. Don't don't. Yeah, look, that's two hours of your life you'll never get back, and I and I'll tell you, it's not worth it.
2: Yeah, no, I never I never saw them because I I I, I used to watch the X Files. I was not a huge X Files fan, but I've seen every episode just because it was on Sunday nights on on uh, on Fox. Fox, and I just kind of watched it just because I think I was watching Simpsons and. Malcolm in the Middle and all that, and then I got into the X-Files uh, uh, heavy, man. Uh, right. That show where the, you know, this, well, how's appro- how appropriate for today's theme, they had that episode where the inbred family, they were all having sex with each other and everything, and yeah. uh, the killer hillbillies. <laughs> was, yeah,
0: yeah, that yeah. trope, that old chestnut.
2: Yeah, and that shit, that uh, that freaked me out. That gave me nightmares, man. So that show was good. So I said, I'm not going to go in and you know, sully my memories of this show, by watching these movies, man, I heard they're not that good. What other movies are out there that, uh, you know, came from TV shows? And then the, the shows kept going, too. Do you remember
0: any of those? Oh, God. N- uh, not in the middle of a run. That's what's insane to me. We see it with, like, animated mm-hmm. stuff, right? The Simpsons movie. Bob's Burger is going to get a movie next year. Batman. Uh, but
2: I, which one? Batman. Like, yeah, Batman and the Mask of the Phantasm.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. In the middle of that run. So it happens in animation, but I don't, I can't remember how many times it's happened in the middle of something. And in fact, whenever projects were get announced as being hybrid thing, Mm -hmm. do you remember a couple of years ago, Ron Howard was going to do the dark tower by Stephen King, but they said it's going to be three movies and, and then two seasons of television or something like, because it's so rare. Usually something will stay in one medium. They almost never make the transition over. And when they do it, it's not very successful. Recently, I guess as a continuation, right? El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, that sort of comes to mind. And that's like kind of a success, right? Critically, people seem to like it. But what would I say any of it was worth it? Like essential? Not necessarily.
2: This is uh where they sitting on Jesse Pinkman right after the events right. of We're, uh, we're supposed to believe this is right after the events and of it's Breaking like, Bad. No man, the uh, creepy Todd was uh, older, obviously. Okay. But, you know, he was hit like, thirty-five, and Jesse didn't look anything like a teenager. Was this actually a critical success? Because I, I don't know if it was just because I might be basing it on my opinion. Because I remember watching it and I'm thinking it was all right. You know, I don't think it was great. I don't even think it was all that. It was it was just good, like 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 just kind of forgettable Netflix good. Um, Yeah. And I thought I read the same thing. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I I thought I read the same thing from some people. Yeah. I mean, that's the weird thing. I don't know anyone who loved it, loved
0: it, loved it, who thought it was amazing. But it's sitting at a 91 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So obviously people really like it. And that's sort of my point. It's perfectly fine. It does nothing to enhance the story that came before. And it feels like dessert. Right. Like dessert. You already had a fucking like an appetizer and a full course meal. And then <laughs> someone's like, hey, do you want to have some dessert? And you're like, I'm a fat ass. Sure. That's what this movie feels like. It's like a totally unnecessary, but fine. In the same way that like chocolate cake is fine. You don't need it. And that's why that's sort of my worry about all of these things. The only one legit that I and I totally understand people hating it. <laughs> The only one that I think is good because it was precisely so different when it became a TV show going to a film is David Lynch's Twin Peaks, right? They did the Twin Peaks TV show from 90 to 91. Then they did Fire Walk with Me in 93. Yeah, And that is a radically different thing from the movie while also continuing that story. You know what I mean? So it seems necessary to what they're doing in a way that El Camino and maybe The Many Saints of Newark doesn't.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love some of the answers that you guys were given, by the way, when we asked about shows going from – from movies to television shows are even the middle of their television runs going theatrical. Uh, a lot of people put things in there like Spongebob, Simpsons, of course. Uh, there were some others in there. Well, I mean, like 21 Jump Street, The Fugitive,
0: right? Like yeah. There are some examples, but but have they ever reached – like did 21 Jump Street ever reach the level of The Sopranos on a pop cultural standpoint? No. Yeah. You know, wait a minute. They had a, a legit 21 Jump Street?
1: Yeah, was like tw- there was there was
0: Twenty One Jump Street the show. That's right, where Johnny Depp was from. Then they made yeah. those movies, right? Well, those movies are parodies, though, so those, those don't really count, right? I mean, they're called Twenty One Jump Street, and the Johnny Depp's in
2: it playing the character from Twenty One Jump Street. So I oh, guess it's I, sort of. I character. thought you're talking about like the movie with with Jonah Hill. and
0: Yeah, no. Do you not know that the whole there's a whole sting at the end of that movie where Johnny Depp is like an undercover cop and he's playing the same character oh, that he I, was in the original yeah, series? Yeah, I forgot
2: about that. I didn't count that. I thought that that was more like an end joke than anything.
0: Well, either way, I would say this 21 Jump Street, again, never reached the critical heights of A Sopranos. And in those movies are funny. I like the Channing Tatum movies, but like like all comedies, they will age very poorly.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I... So what do you feel about this, then? What do you feel about the Mini Saints of Newark? I mean, I, again, we're talking about some of the casting here. I do like the casting they have in here. Uh, Vera yeah, I me, mean, Yeah, for my money,
0: I think this is the most interesting thing about it because you have, and I feel, again, please watch the show when you can, Livia Soprano and Junior Soprano. Are the two most recognizable characters other than Tony Soprano? Like, they are incredible, incredibly vividly brought to life characters by actors that you think no one's gonna be able to do that performance. And yet, mm. Vera Firminga in that trailer nailed it. Like, really? nailed every okay. mannerism. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one. And we didn't see Junior, but just from a looks perspective, I like Corey Stahl as a, as a actor and the fact that he's taken over for that role. Like, it's, you know, I think the thing is, like, David Chase wrote this. This isn't someone else coming in. Who was like a third tier writer on the show who's making a Sopranos thing? It's David Chase. He got to cast all these people. And so I assume he did a really good job. Yeah. By the way, Saul
2: Goodman, it's mm-hmm. a great answer right there. Uh Star Trek. Uh I know they did the Star Trek movie the first one, but Rat the Khan, man. You know, those are those are T V shows that went to movies and that that Rat the Khan is amazing. No, no. I mean,
0: absolutely. Khan's great. Star Trek often hits these highs that makes it one of these really, really great franchises. Yeah. But so much so that it almost feels like it was like the respect got gained, sadly, I think, with the theatrical stuff, right? People went back and they recontextualized Star Trek in the 60s and they said, oh, my God, this was great. Look at all mm-hmm. the groundbreaking stuff it was doing. But when it was airing, I don't think people gave a shit. And so it felt like it garnered all that respect when it went to the big screen and especially when Khan came out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean, I want in a way I want to go and catch up on the Sopranos, and another way I want to watch this without having watched the show to see how it stands on its own. Which Mm -hmm. I mean, it's based on something else, so that's you know you can't you can't hold that against it really. But some of these uh, movies when they're based on TV shows, like Wrath of Khan, man, Wrath of Khan, you didn't have to be a Star Trek fan really. That movie was and it had a lot of history in there, but that movie was enjoyable as hell, man. If you didn't know anything about it. Somebody could catch you up real quick, but you still had a good time. You knew there's just this one dude had beef with Captain Kirk and he, he didn't like shirts and he was pissed off and you know now and, and that and that's all you really need to know, man. Uh just yeah, no, much. it's
0: my wife had never watched any Star Trek, I made her watch Rathacon, and it's a brilliant, brilliant movie. The Kobayashi Maru sequence gives you all the dynamics, all the themes that are gonna happen throughout the rest of the film. It's great. You know, and that's the thing is you didn't it didn't while there was some lore included, it didn't make you have to know that that's what I'm a little bit worried about, because the production value looks great. The acting looks great. But if it can't stand up on its own as a story, right, that that's a real problem, because I promise you, not everyone has watched the series, especially 15 years, some odd since the show went off the air. So it needs to be good in its own right and it has to be a dessert for Soprano fans. <laughs> Somebody said Corey
2: justifying why he's not gonna watch Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over, I'm saying let's do a podcast. <laughs> we can do it together. That does sound like I'm trying to ease my way out of it. <laughs> you ain't slick, Corey Coleman. <laughs> oh yeah, people. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to that. I really am. That's that I will give it that. You know, looking at this without having watched The Sopranos, I'm looking at this and I'm like, "Wow, this is cool, man." So, yeah, no. I'm, I'm
0: I'm I honestly like it's it's weird to say because I do love Breaking Bad, but the El Camino thing left such a bad taste in my mouth, so I I am very cautiously optimistic. But if anyone's going to pull it off, David Chase is going to pull it off. That's like a story he grew up in Newark oh. at the time. So.
2: Oh, sorry, I was pu- Pulling my wife on the phone, I didn't mean, to interrupt. She was leaving the house, and I was like, "Don't, don't take the car." <laughs> no, I'm leaving the car. Okay, all right, baby. Uh,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll see you soon. I thought your show was
2: going go on, still going? Okay, I'm sorry. It is going on. I'm the one being rude, baby. Bye, bye. Okay, bye. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I I might take you up on that, man. I might actually try to watch The Sopranos with you.
0: I'm into it, man. We can do a watch party. We can, we can do an episode recap or season recap. Whatever format's better for you, but like, I'm your accountability machine, and I promise you by the end <laughs> of it, you're going to feel much better for having seen such an amazing show, man.
2: All right. You know what? I'm, if you put it that way, I'm going to thank you for it, and I'm going to try to do that. Maybe we can get something out of it. Maybe we can make it a Patreon thing or something. Let's do it. All right, folks. Oh, let's see here. Let's read some emails real quick. Then we got to get out of here. Hmm, let's see what we got right here. There's a post on Reddit about what, about me? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Just when I gave Reddit their big ups, they come it, in to fuck it all up. It might be something cool. All right, let's see. Uh, what? Tell me what it is, because uh, I, I can't open it. Uh, Chris Ayers, Christopher Ayers gave this to me. I can't see it. Uh, Let me see here. Mm, let me look a little bit more. Look a little bit more. I've already seen the... We talked about this last week. I've already seen the the uh, Jellystone trailer. We oh, saw yeah. that. Yeah, we. that's where you found out that I knew the guy that created it.
0: Well, that's when I found out that you are like a premium editor on Wikipedia and you're just putting your name on people's <laughs> <talking> profiles.
2: <laughs> I did not do that, but I can see... Me protesting is not going to change your mind. So let me see here. Luke oh. Kidwell. Saw so you going to talk about the Porky Pig rapping in the new Space Jam trailer. I just found out that the rapper MERS ghost wrote the rap for the new movie. Wow, MERS has been around for a minute too, man. I remember MERS from like the early 2000s. It reminded me of the rap Bugs Bunny did for the soundtrack for the original movie, Buggin', which we listened to. And he also mentions that if you read up, Jay-Z wrote that. song. yeah. So guess you were right about that, man. You know your, you know your cartoon hippity hop. I did kill Bismarck earlier. Let's not give me too much credit. Not yet, but if you keep playing, you might do it. <laughs> Shut up <laughs> Yeah, last week, oh, not even last week, it was Wednesday night. they kept pushing me in the chat. Bismarck Key is dead. He's dead. Talk about him. He's dead. He's dead. In a moment, I said, I don't want to say anything yet because I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't trust the news until it actually starts hitting hard. But they finally pushed me over, and I said, all right. Hey, y'all, here, Bismarck, is dead. You motherfucker, he's alive. He's alive. He's trying to kill him. He's alive. Like, man, there's no winning with (laughs) y'all.
0: Yeah, no, no. My thing is I don't say anything until I get, like, a push notification from, like, Apple or CNN or one of the, like, actual big people. And I got that push notification. So I was lied to. Everyone was fooled collectively.
2: Yeah, I know. I... I, I uh, and I'm scared to say anything because I don't want to be disrespectful and act like I'm trying to kill the man so that you know me reporting on his death is making me look mm-hmm. good. I I hope, I hope the best for him. Although I will say they say that it's not looking too good, man. They say that you know I just, now this is what they say. They say it's it's looking. Did TMZ announce it? No, they did not. TMZ didn't say it. I don't believe it. I'm not even trying to endorse TMZ too much, but. Most of the deaths that I hear about, they usually report it by TMZ. So, Mm -hmm. you know. But they're saying that he might – yeah, he might not make it through the weekend. Things are looking bad. But I hope that's not the case. I hope that is not the case at all. I hope these – I I would even – I wouldn't even be mad if they're trolling us, man. I just don't want them to be dying. I, I TMZ dying. is just gonna keep
0: speculating until they get it right. Like, do you remember the National Enquirer uh, actually broke the story about the John Edwards cheating on his wife with cancer, like back in two thousand eight, the presidential candidate? Now they were making shit up. Their lie was just so outlandish that they ended up getting to a kernel of the truth, and then they're credited for breaking that story despite being like sensationalist journalism. TMZ just gonna keep saying people's dead until people are dead, and then they get credit yeah. for that story. Yeah,
2: yeah, there are people like that, man. They just want to keep saying it until it's true. That's why I think TMZ is killing people. Stephanie Smith. Hey, Cor, I've been loving you for about two years now. Love the trivia show and everything else. I'm just crazy, or rather, sorry, she's not crazy active in the chat. She might throw out a comment or two. Honestly, I'm only on Twitch for you guys, so don't have the best setup for Cam or anything else. Just a typical laptop or phone. But trivia is awesome. And I'm finally making myself right to you to say I'd like to try it sometime. Doesn't have to be anytime soon, but still, would be fun to do it at some point. Glad you brought that up, Stephanie, because we are doing that show on Thursdays now, and a lot of people don't know that, so I'm going to mention that again, that the show is not on Saturdays like people have started to know it. It's been moved to Thursdays at 5 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. So... Oh, Lovecraft Country, not coming back, I just heard. So, yeah, that's uh, mark that on your calendars if you want to do that. We're going to start doing more alerts for people and letting them know, putting more stuff out on social media. We're getting more comfortable doing the trivia show. That's why I didn't really push it that much, because I think when you start something new, it needs a few episodes. It needs a little time to get to where it needs to be. And I'm feeling a little bit comfortable about it right now. So, yeah. Oh, uh, let me see. Yeah, I, man, I love episodes of Lovecraft Country, but I wasn't crazy about where it went. I wasn't crazy about the ending. I'm one of the few people, I guess, that that feels that way. Uh, I, it's, I read the book, for one. I liked the book a lot. I didn't like some of the decisions they made with some of the characters near the end. Plus, I got I thought it got way crazier than the book and a little more confusing. But I still respect the show. I'm glad people really like it. I, re- I was looking forward to seeing what, the, what they would do with a second season, but let me ask you, man: Did they? So, was do you know how it did in the ratings?
0: Yeah, by the time it ended, it, w- it did 1.5 million live, and then 10 million across all platforms. Like it was a success by any metric. I don't. I mean, it's a little surprising to hear they're not bringing it back. Actually.
2: Yeah, I wonder why. I mean,
0: like, according to what they're saying here in the story that I'm reading, it's on deadline. So everyone can go read it themselves. But I think it was just more like a a creative decision. Like they had exhausted most of the source material, even though they deviated from it. And I think it was it was like, look, remember when Big Little Lies came out and took the world by storm and then they deigned to make a second one? And it just wasn't good. It, It wasn't as compelling. It wasn't as interesting. I feel like for better or for worse. And that's not a perfect show, but it was the show of the moment. It was a show during George Floyd. It was a show show when we were really interrogating racist practice and racist histories. So I feel yeah. like, in a way, maybe it's good to be put on the shelf. You know, I'm glad yeah. it's not being made purely because it made money. Well,
2: you know, uh, Jonathan Majors is going to go be playing King on, you know, for Ant Man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, cool. King wow. the Conqueror. Yeah, he, he yeah that was announced a while back. I think we talked about it on the show maybe maybe i just completely forgot i'm old now all right i'm a
0: goldfish i don't remember (laughs) shit but that's what makes it exciting like you told me and i was genuinely i perked up you saw me
2: I'm listen here in america we try to we run shit in the ground man we don't always need to keep having second and third seasons of things i think lovecraft country for whatever i thought about the ending of it i think it did wrap up itself pretty well i don't want to see a second season of watchmen to be honest with you I don't. I don't think we need it. I think that story is so tight, and I think that they actually did a good job. Totally. And they, you know, they did a great job actually and avoided that whole that whole thing of taking something that was already a great book, a great you know something that was great material. I was like, man, you know, maybe you don't want to mess with that. But they did an amazing job with that.
0: Yeah, it's it's remarkable that the Watchmen series looks nothing like the original series, and yet is one hundred percent an encapsulation of all the themes of the original series. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I love about it. I think it's amazing.
2: Yeah, and uh, I agree with you one hundred percent, man. Lovecraft Country was something that was out there, also making a statement. You know, and it, and it and it made its statement. I don't think it needs to continue to kind of kind of beat that to the ground. I love story heroes go on adventures in other worlds to fight supernatural odds stories are like the living thing
0: my father he wrote me said we have a secret legacy
2: a birthright that's been kept from us lovecraft country some great episodes in there man i tell you they had one episode that pretty much was the whole season of that show them and did it mm-hmm. Way better than Way that. Better. Show yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what everyone said. I felt so bad because them was greenlit and was written a whole year before Lovecraft yeah. Country and it still got beat to release. So no one gives a shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know, man. But nah, man, over in America, we need to be like, like Britain, man, where they, they do shows and they do a couple of seasons. They know when to shut the fuck up and leave it. You know, we. Well, they also
0: only do six episodes. They leave you wanting more.
2: Yeah. Not over here. They not don't do that shit. We drag. We drag seasons out longer than they need to be. I'm so sick of – 13 really is an unlucky number for Netflix, man, because whenever they go to 13 episodes, by the time I had, I'm at you know, lucky number 13, I'm like, we don't need to be here. This, is just, this was too long. Oh, that's
0: the problem. Honestly, Like I, I really love the Marvel Netflix shows for what they are, but we can all agree, right, like 8 to 10 episodes of story that they had to stretch out over 13 episodes every mm-hmm. season, terrible. I mean, like that's a disservice to the story you're telling. Just tell them in the amount of episodes it takes. Don't stretch shit out.
2: Yeah, no, 100%, man. Uh, let's see here. They got a new He-Man trailer, but I'm thinking about just saving whatever I have to say for the show when it comes out because we're definitely going to review He-Man. And yeah. when that comes out, I don't want to say everything I have to say just by looking at the trailer. I want to be surprised a little bit. I don't want to like, talk about it too much. So we got about a month to go, I think, before He-Man yeah. comes out. So we'll wait for that. And... Uh, Lorenzo Toons says, "Since it's my birthday on July fourth, would you guys mind giving me an early birthday shout out, please?" From Australia. All right, man. Happy birthday! I think we'll be we'll be here on Sunday. We can say happy birthday to you. Yeah, You're not going to be celebrating. You're from Australia. On the other side of the international dateline. Yeah, it'll actually be his birthday. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Uh, Obi one, I got your phone number, man. But happy birthday there. You've been gifting us with your crazy ass videos and drawings, so the least we can do is say happy birthday to you. Um Hey, put up in the chat, Lorenzo, how old are you going to be, man? I want to see that. How old are you going to be? I, I, you look young. I'm going to say 20, 21. Maybe even 19. Maybe even 18. Shit, alright, you know I'll go down to 16. <laughs> <laughs> It's Price is Right rules, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making lucky bids right now. Uh, Crispy Computer Fish is what he's known as in the chat. How old are you, sir? What's your crazy ass.
0: Oh, Crispy is the is the person who was uh, uh, standing for Prometheus as well. So
2: I got one brother in arms in the Prometheus love. I, I got it right. I said 18 after I threw a bunch of other numbers out there, but 18. <laughs> you were right eventually. That's all that matters. <laughs> I was like those people who kept saying that somebody's going to die and they're not dead yet. And then they just kept going until they were right. right. Uh, look, look, like, you
0: know how many people we killed building skyscrapers or sending people to the moon? Did we eventually do the thing? That's all that matters is the end result.
2: You got <laughs> it. that is true, man. That is so true. Sacrifice makes for great things. All right, then. I think we're going to sacrifice this show and leave right now. We got to oh. get out of here. Uh, happy birthday, Crispy Computer Fish. Sarah, I saw you sent over the trailer for Jellystone. We watched that last week. Maybe you weren't on the show at that time. Uh, great discussions today. Got me excited about things here. Excited, man. And I believe that's all. No show tomorrow. I'm finally getting my Saturdays back, y'all. So What are you I, doing with your freedom? Uh... Probably watching movies and working towards Sunday. <laughs> yeah, still doing still working in one way or another, but but uh not as uh not as hard as I usually would. So probably gonna go to the park. You know what? I'm sitting up here talking about I'm taking the day off, you won't see me. We might take the dogs to the park tomorrow and do like a streaming cooling with the Coleman's while we take the dogs out. So even then nice. even then I'm still online with you guys. So we'll see. Uh Oh, well, then that, that is not the same Obi-Wan that I'm talking about. That's another person. Somebody, But this person gave me the number anyway. Okay. <laughs> all there right. you go. All right, well, just in case, they're in Austin. All right, y'all, we're out of here. I want to thank all of you for being here today. Corey works for the people. I do. I work hard. We all work hard here. And I want to thank you guys for giving us a purpose for working hard. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't worth it. Uh, the show on the 4th. Yes, that's a great question. There is going to be a show on the 4th of July. A lot of stuff to do that day. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, unless we wanted to like switch a day or something, but no, nah, that's going to be a show on the 4th. We will see you on Sunday. We're going to be talking about uh, the purgiest purge, whatever it's called. Um, the forever purge. Forever purge. going to be talking about uh, Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. So we got some things we got to jump on some things we still got to do some stuff we still got to put up so want to thank you guys for being here today the stillsy man the hard-boiled one baby gtg terrell pizza divine miss klein so damn fine and great show Phil says thank you thank you thank you very much you have a you have a, a christopher Torres to thank for that Because he brought most of the topics today. Although, I gave you the Porky Pig last night. I did wake up to a text. And by the way, you know they say
0: you can't read uh, inflection via text? Nah, man. Like, that shit was a nightmare for you. I felt it through the text message. (laughs) I couldn't sleep, man. (laughs) I'm seeing that shit. It was sent at 5.04 in the morning. And I was like, this motherfucker's not sleeping. Like,
2: what is he doing? Laying in bed, cussing out Porky Pig and Warner Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) These motherfuckers, they dicks. God damn it. Now I can't sleep. Oh, people. Thank you. Bye, guys. See you later. And before you go, though, let me leave you with some words of wisdom. Go to DoubleToasted.com and get your tickets for Double Toasted Live in New York. They are on sale right now. It's going to be Friday, September 10th, 8 p.m. at the Roulette Intermedium All Ages Show. Of course, you got to be 21 to drink. And VIP and all access passes are selling pretty quickly. So I would jump on that today. Today. And also go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Double Toasted and support us over there. It's one of our more independent revenue streams, so support what we do over there. And we'll try to keep getting your perks over there specifically for Patreon members and Double Toasted members. And what you got to say? I was going to say very quickly
0: uh, because this happened last time. So two, two two years ago, I went to Italy, and that's when you did the New York show when I was living in Brooklyn. So I couldn't do the New York show.
2: That's right. And,
0: uh, and then the last time I went to Europe, uh, you went and did the L.A. show. And so I couldn't do the L.A. show. So this is the first show, finally, in one of these two cities I get to go to. And I'm so fucking excited to do it.
2: And you are official because you're going to be getting flown over. You're going to get a room and all kind of cool stuff. Look at you, man. Get that star treatment, finally. Rising up. Rising up in the ranks. You don't stank no more. All right, man. (laughs) Looking forward to it. So Double Toasted Live in New York starring Christian Torres. Just me. It's
0: going to be so disappointing. But look, sell them tickets first and then break the news. Okay, Corey?
2: Oh, man. I'm just not a great marketer, man. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) All right, everybody. And also remember, subscribe to our Double Toasted Twitch channel over here. You can do so for absolutely free if you got that Amazon Prime account. Alright, everybody, we're out of here. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next show, whatever that should be. Kcoolmans at gmail.com. That's K C O O L M A N Z at Gmail.com. You email us with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Hit us up on the social media. Oh, I just said that. But well, do it again. And you know what? Type all the information down right there. Memorize it. Love it but you absolutely, positively must, without a doubt no questions asked use it, because if you don't what are we doing this for? but if I am getting all of your wonderful <laughs> emails and messages and calls and packages once I get that PO box set up, Christian Torres
0: find me on Instagram at Christian.Monster Facebook Christian Leon Torres uh, like I said, I know some of you, but I want to know all of you so please come find
2: me and folks I'm going to have to like Make this more of a of a scheduled thing, add some structure to it. But here in Austin, Texas, we would like to see some of the toasties out there, people who support what we do. So just let us know you're coming to Austin. Make sure you give us a heads up ahead enough time and maybe we can hang out with you. Alright everybody, that is it. Good night. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to or watching this, goodbye. And stay toasty.